Okay. Uh, I noticed that you have a link here on your website for the American Atheists. Yes. Are you yeah. an atheist? Yeah, I, I got into the atheism, atheism, oh man, like way back in the late 80s, um, I started identifying myself as an atheist. There's nothing that we can do really to protect them. He was banned from TriMet and he left Portland last fall, but self-proclaimed pedophile Jack McClellan says he's back and he's here to stay. On his website, McClellan says he's hopping from festival to festival looking for little girls. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Let's talk a little bit about the Bible as well as science. Let's discuss some compatibilities, and we're also going to talk about some things that the Bible predicted before science and scientists themselves even existed, that scientists have verified to be true. Right off the bat in the Bible, it makes an extremely powerful claim. According to the Bible, there was a beginning to the universe. The Bible states that God actually created the universe. It had a beginning. What does science say about that? There was a time where science used to claim that the universe was eternal. It used to claim that there was no beginning. But a priest ended up coming along and showing that the universe mathematically and through observation had to have a beginning to it. Stephen Hawking, who was an atheist, verified it with his mathematical formula. He ended up showing that the radiation, the expansion of space and time and all things within it, that the Bible was absolutely true about its claim. And this was just talking about the universe. What's fascinating that a lot of Christians as well as non-believers somehow miss whenever reading the book of Genesis but it says that God created the earth and the heavens all at the same time. Now, the heavens are considered the celestial body. It is referring to the universe in its entirety. Of course, most Christians believe that God lives outside of space and time and the universe, and the universe is nothing more than his extension. How he's, be, how he's able to embody the universe and actually be able to have a personal relationship with us. But what they miss is not only, well, they all know that the universe had a beginning, and the Bible actually says that, 
But what a lot of people don't seem to notice for some oddball reason is when God is creating the earth, he's actually talking about the seasons and the times and the years while he's also creating life and existence, consciousness, sentience. The Bible's telling you that he's not only creating physical nature, but he's actually creating the very concept of time. The Bible actually speaks of formlessness and void. Right now, scientists are actually talking about an expansive void that exists out in space right now that is happening. If you've ever seen any of these CGI videos of scientists where they're describing how planets are formed and stars, it looks exactly like the Bible describes, a formless void, and then kind of a mist happens, and it swirls around, it's how they show the forming of planets and the stars and the sun and how a solar system comes into existence. It's exactly the way the Bible describes. But it gets even more interesting because the thing that a lot of people miss is that these ancient men who are perceiving what God is telling them, they are telling you, the reader, that God actually exists out in space, that he wasn't, like, conceived or within the earth when all of this was happening, that God was actually out in space, showing you that God is extraterrestrial, that he's alien whenever it comes to being an inhabitant of the earth. I know that comes off very strange, but the very definition of alien is a life form that exists outside of Earth. If God is creating the Earth, then logic and rationality would tell you that he is on the outside of the Earth. And how can we know this if Genesis isn't clear enough for you? Well, you can look in Job 26.7. He stretches out the north over the void and hangs the Earth on nothing. That's Job 26.7. It's telling you that when God created the earth, he created the earth and the earth sits on nothing. Now, some atheists might run to a verse where it says that God made the earth immovable and had foundations. Did you know that science claims that we have invisible gravitational forces and they actually refer to some of them as pillars and others like that of a foundation almost like there's some kind of spatial anomaly that holds our planets and this gravity and the spin that is happening as well as all the worlds out there another interesting factor is if you also look in the book of isaiah as well as the book of hebrew it states that god created other worlds that's right. So when you have these atheists claiming that these primitive men were nothing more than delusional goats herd, herders or whatever who were uneducated or illiterate, you'd have to ask yourself, how did they know that the world, our earth, was on nothing? How did they know anything about gravitational pillars? How did they know any of this? Now, some atheists will make videos out there where they will claim that some Christians believe that the earth is flat. There are flat earthers on the internet. There's no denying it. But what does the Bible actually say? According to Isaiah 40, it says, 
it is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain, and spreads them like a tent to dwell in. Well, in case you've ever, you've never went camping before, or ever maneuvered, or negotiated, or navigated a tent, a tent has a top to it, and then it goes down, there's an empty space in the tent where people go in to sleep, and it's actually the surface and the bottom of the tent where you're actually going to physically lay, because that's the way physics work, ladies and gentlemen. It's also the way gravity seems to work. But God in the Bible is trying to explain to mankind in a very simplistic way for us to be able to understand what's actually happening and how our world works. Isn't that something? You have to ask yourself, how did ancient men know this? If there was no God or intelligence talking to them, then how could they possibly know the earth, earth itself was seer-shaped and also how tiny we would be compared to uh, God's perspective and also the fact that the earth is held or nothing. Now, if you don't mind, let's go back to Genesis and let me share something else with you that you guys might find extremely fascinating. According to Carl Sagan, as well as many scientists out there, they believe that we are made out of stardust. If you were to ask any Christian or Muslim or Jew out there, as well as a non-believer or even the most hardcore of skeptic, do you believe that you come from the materials of the earth? Do you believe that you share materials and content with that of stardust? Well, most atheists, they believe that. Carl Sagan said so. A lot of atheists and religious scientists have said so. So they have no reason to question that, right? They come from stardust. Fascinating enough, when we go into Genesis, what does it say that God created us from? What does the Quran say that we came from? What does the Torah claim that we came from? What does all the Abrahamic faiths claim we come from? The dust of the earth. Where does the dust come from? The dust comes from dying stars in the cosmos. It comes from material that actually comes into the planet and rests upon the surface. It's where our dust comes from, as well as decaying things. So the Bible is telling us that this intelligence, this consciousness, this form of energy that we refer to as God, put energy into the material of the earth and created us. He constructed us. And that goes right along with science, ladies and gentlemen. There's no getting around it. According to the Bible, God says that the first life forms that he put into existence was the creatures that lived in the water. Well, isn't that fascinating? So God creates the plants. <clears throat> he creates all the vegetation. And he also creates the life forms that exist in water. So what does scientists claim? They claim that life originally came from the water. Adam and Eve weren't the first thing that popped up in God's creation. The first life forms, according to the Bible, were in the water. God actually started with the water, 
and then began forming everything else afterwards. So science says we come from the water, the materials and all this, as well as the cosmos and the stardust. And according to science, we make up a lot of materials and components from stars. Interestingly enough, God, according to the Bible, is revealed as an entity that exists in the cosmos creating everything before it and actually describes the formation of the earth and planets exactly the way scientists describe it would look like. Formless, voidless, empty, and then you start seeing the spiral in the mist. Take a look at any science channel out there, ladies and gentlemen. Watch how they show how they assume stars and planets come into existence, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Now, I want you to think about this, too. This may come off unusual for folks. But if Genesis was a false story, if it was just a made-up fable or fairy tale, then why does it claim that the universe had a beginning, one? Number two, how does it know that we came from the material of the earth? If God is a fictional character, then why didn't he just say some magical habakadrabba stuff and we just appear out of nothingness like the atheist claimed the universe did? He didn't. He actually used the components of the universe. He actually talks about creating space and time and matter. He created the very nature that we see all around us in existence. He's literally creating all the attributes that is claimed that the Big Bang produced. So, nowadays you've got non-believers, although a lot of videos out there do not coincide with as well as a lot of textbooks. Now non-believers are claiming there wasn't an explosion, but there was definitely an expansion. Well, ladies and gentlemen, whether you want to claim there was an explosion or there wasn't an explosion doesn't really matter because the Bible already describes the universe in the book of Isaiah and how it works. It actually describes the universe as a tent that is opening up. Well, what does that mean? It's basically God describing the universe as expanding. So you see, ladies and gentlemen, Genesis has no problem whatsoever with science. It's one of the reasons why for over 2,000 years, even the hardest, most smartest atheist of all is not able to bury Christianity. It's the reason why Christianity is winning. It's the reason why a lot of these models that atheists try to come up with keep falling apart. Atheists were the ones that came up with the concept of an eternal universe without no observable evidence for this. How could you possibly observe a universe if it's actually eternal in the first place? How would you even be able to measure something like that? You couldn't. So that was a false claim, and it was quickly debunked within 20 years. So there you go. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. God is literally telling you that he's putting space and time in the physical into the universe right then and there. 
he makes an absolute claim that the universe had a beginning right off the bat. He's telling you that you were created from the material of the earth. He's also telling you that he created all the plants and the animals and everything had a connection and symbiotic relationship with each other. There's no getting around it. There's no getting around it whatsoever. When you read the book of Genesis, and it gets to the point where it starts talking about Adam and Eve and them being convinced to eat from a tree, what's actually happening here? Has any atheist or religious people really, really thought about what's happening? I hear a lot of people who say, well, death was brought into the world. It's when Adam and Eve were deceived. Have you ever thought of this, though? If an Ad Adam and Eve did not eat from that tree and did not have entropy happen to their body, if this would not have been allowed to happen and Adam and Eve would have remained perfect without any flaws whatsoever or issues, how would have they been able to bear fruit and multiply or reproduce? If they were no more than that of simple puppets or robots or simple machinery that God put forth, how would have they ever got full, the full capacity of sentience and consciousness to be able to do what they want to do? In order to be defined as alive, you have to be able to make your own choices even if those choices dictate that you can go against your own creator or your own father or mother. Until that day, you're not truly conscious, are you? So although some people might look at the story of Genesis as a curse or some kind of punishment from God, if you upgrade your perspective, you might see that there was also a blessing and that for everything is God's will, and there's a reason for everything that happens in this world, from life to our existence to our death. If anybody's got anything they want to talk about, I will be available Friday, 7 p.m. Central, doing a show. People can come in and talk with me about it if you like. I'd love to hear you guys' views and opinions. God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keane. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope everyone's having a blessed day. I put the link out in the chat for people who want to come in. Let me see if it's working out here. We've been having some problems. I don't know why the thing did not stream directly. Hopefully this was working this time. Uh, we're streaming directly. There might be a delay. Come on.
There we go. It looks like we're live now. Uh, had a video scheduled and everything. Was going to attempt to use OBS and things went rough. That sucks. All right. Let me see. Is my audio working over here? Good, good. Sorry about that. The OBS was supposed to go through. It was going to be pretty neat looking, but I don't know. Something went wrong. It claimed it was streaming, but according to Vaughn, uh, he wasn't seeing nothing out there. So we're going to do it like this. I need people to click on the link out there, and then boom, you'll be able to come in and talk to me. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I think this is set up to where you guys is... Um, We should be able to see some text on the screen when this is happening. Let's see. Well, Vaughn, if you're out there, you're going to, I told you, you're going to have to go to a different uh, live section of this. Mm. Let's see. All right, good. Looks like we're able to see what's happening there. Okay, I'm going to have to change this out. Get the new pop chat that's going on here. Hmm. I'll have to refill out all that information later. That sucks. Where is the... Um... I guess Thawne still isn't paying attention, or he would see that up there. Let's see, pop chat. That way we could switch us out, and I'll be able to see what you guys are saying out there. All right. Where is it? Okay, just replace that link with this. And while well, um, yeah, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. We um, the problem that we had was I had it connected and scheduled through OBS, but whenever I opened it, it it wouldn't for some reason stream out to YouTube like it was supposed to. I do not know why. I will have to check that later. Look, let me look at my settings. Maybe there's something going on in there that I didn't notice. So we'll have to go, we'll do it this way. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have a clue why that had its problem. All right, so we'll open this up, go back here, and uh, see what's happening. Looks like uh, John is here. Let's see. Hmm. getting a little bit of a funky screen here <laughs> kind of doing a uh... alright come on people it doesn't take that long for people to figure out that that isn't there anymore I don't get it why is it still 
Wow. That was really crazy for my OBS. Okay, so the link is out in the chat. It's going to probably take a moment for people to figure out they got to switch over. What a nightmare. Hmm. Okay. That's awful. All right, so there's a link out there in the comments, folks, for you to come in if you'd like to come in and chat. I'm just working out the bugs here. I'm sorry how things went. For those out there who actually clicked reminder, we had a bit of a problem whenever I went to stream to o through OBS to YouTube. It just wouldn't go through. It wasn't appearing. People were saying they couldn't see it. So we had to uh, go through some different software in order to make this work. All right. <clears throat> Vaughn's going to probably take 20 minutes to an hour before he figures it out, even though I already explained to him to look on the outside of the YouTube channel. That's too bad. Let's see how this is looking. Okay, let's see what's happening up here. All right. So I'm going to shut this down if people don't start coming in. I'm not just going to sit here and rattle off. If I just wanted to make a video where I'm talking, I could have done that. This is open for people that want to actually talk with me. I can't believe OBS did that. All right, I'm going to wait just a few more minutes and I'm going to shut it down unless people start coming into the link and talking. This is irritating. Hmm. Let me turn that on. There we go. All right. Oh, cool. Looks like we got somebody here. Hey, what's going on there, guy? Hello. Can you hear hey. me? Can you hear me? Yes. All right. Wonderful. We had a little bit of a problem. I don't know if you've ever heard of OBS, but I originally had the show going to go through there, and it would have had all kinds of neat images happening, but it wasn't showing up on YouTube. I don't know what happened. So I had to go through the software and make a completely different stream. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the other one, and it I think it like shut down or something. 
Yeah, it's rough. Now, let me see if I can uh, get you up on the screen there. Yay, there you are. Yeah. <laughs> How come you use that picture? I noticed you use that on your YouTube channel. What's that all about? Uh, it's from a movie called um, um, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. It's uh, one of my favorites. I actually had a video where I talked about that. Because oh. I get a lot of people asking about that. Well, people are going to be watching the channel. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your channel from your perspective and uh, why it is you like the creature that you use in your avatar? Well, uh, I've actually been gone for over a year, and I just came back a few days ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to be posting a lot of 100 questions videos, and you know, hopefully I can get uh, some people answering them. Well, what kind of questions you got? I don't know if you've seen, but I did leave a comment and encourage you to bring some. And Vaughn, can you do me a favor when you're not talking? Can you mute the mic? That way we ain't hearing you blow your nose into the mic. Uh, my mic was muted, at least according to Restream uh, it is. Oh, well, that's always nice when you tell somebody to mute their mic and then they go on talking <laughs> about how they don't think their mic is done. Trust me, we can hear your nose whistling over there, fella. But uh, Mr... Uh, how do I pronounce your name? I, I don't want to. Is it Erasmus. like Erasmus? Erasmus. Erasmus. Okay. Yeah. I'm terrible at names. My wife says her dad's name is uh, Bob. I always say boob. What are you going to do? <laughs> so <laughs> just to get some interesting things. Well, now he's going to graphically show us. All right. Very yeah. good. Very good. Okay. So do you have any questions or is there anything that you'd like to discuss? I'm just kind of throwing it out there as open chat type of thing. Well, I really did. I wanted to come on here to thank you for uh, leaving that comment. I mean, it's it's surprising how little support I get on most of my videos. Um, it's mostly just people arguing with me back and forth. But um, yeah, I did. I liked your comments, so uh, that's the main reason I'm here. Well, I'll definitely keep on leaving some comments if I can. I notice when people get like a certain amount of subscriptions on YouTube, they kind of ignore everybody else and just kind of mm. do their thing. Me, I like to interact with everybody. I don't yeah. care if I got a million subs and somebody's only got like two or whatever. I'm going to respond if I think the video is good. Why not? You know? Yeah. Heck yeah. So do you have any questions? You can uh, ask anything from any of the videos you already have up and, you know, just to get that. a discussion going. Well, I was curious about, uh, so you are a Christian, correct? I mean, you, you talk like a Christian in your videos. It depends on who you ask. From some people's perspective, That's I'm true. the Antichrist. Other people, I'm fake. Some people think I'm the one of the coolest uh, Christians they'd ever meet and it's just, it really depends. As far as my perspective, I believe in Jesus. I believe he died on the cross for our sins, resurrected, okay. ascended to the right hand of the Father. Pretty much the basic tenets. Okay. Uh, so would you, are you a non-denominational or do you have a, a particular denomination you prescribe to? I, uh, how do I put this? Even whenever it comes to denominations, oh, where did Vaughn go? Okay, even whenever it comes to denominations and all that, I kind of get a little bit of, I see that there's some truth taught in a lot of different things, including some other religions that I've heard. And I kind of have a mesh of um, uh, philosophical beliefs, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Like all, uh, some people might want an example of that. I, uh, I believe, um, that it's possible for predestination and free will to exist. There's a word for that. And then I also believe that hell is not eternal, but it's more of a the destruction of the soul, such as annihilationists. Okay, so you're annihilationist, okay. Yeah, so unless someone comes along and they uh you know, they're able to talk me out of it, I have an open mind. I've been known that if uh, something is shown to be rational and logical to me, then I'll be like, ah, I see. I see where you're coming from. On well, that. see, I'm open to that idea, too. Uh, as of right now, I'm open to any denomination. That's the main reason for up- I'm going to be uploading a lot of uh, 100 questions for certain denominations and just getting an idea of like which one I think I'm closest to. Right. Well, I've looked into things and I can't seem to find anything that really pinpoints me. I can find things that I agree with on the concept of heaven or hell or how I perceive different attributes of God and how he accesses his power. But I've never ran into something that's totally all me. I did go to the Baptist and Pentecostal church, and I got to say, I like screaming and yelling preachers. I like it when they punch the podium and they yell and and they got like spit coming out of their face. That gets me excited. I love that. But that's more of an entertaining uh, uh, type of thing for me. And I think that it also, it kind of moves me a little bit. What about you, Vaughn? How do you sleep in a Baptist church? Impossible. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Well, now the Baptist, okay, the Baptist that I've seen was actually quite quite reserved. I think you're thinking of Pentecostal, because it's the Pentecostal ones that love to dance on the pews and and swing from chandeliers and shit. So I think you're thinking of Pentecostal. <laughs> the Baptist that I, the Baptist churches I went to, they were really quite quiet and reserved. So I, you know, just in fact they were boring as fuck actually. But uh, <laughs> but I mean, you know, but yeah, the Pentecostal ones, man, they, they'll dance on the backs of the pews and and swing from chandeliers and all, you know, make all kinds of ruckus and stuff. You know, I'm full of the Holy Spirit, and they go diving right into in about fifty people. You know, doing a mosh pit type deal. I'm like, golly, man, what the hell? Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty interesting, you know, uh, definitely, definitely interesting. But, uh, yeah, no, I no, it. I think you're thinking of the Pentecostals that do the Pentecostal holiness. Uh, some church of God and assemblies of God will do that. But, well, the uh, Pentecostals, the Pentecostals are the ones that uh, they speak in tongues. Right. And they do right. get wild and everything. Yeah. But Baptists, yeah. they're the ones when they really get worked up, they're like, you sinners out there, you're going to burn in hell. Well, yeah, they and do they the fire well, there's and different Baptists, too. Yeah, they, yeah, they do true. the fire and brimstone preaching, but I'm talking about the congregation. The congregation usually just sits there, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but now the congregation of the Pentecostals, they're the ones that are swinging from chandeliers and shit, if yeah. I remember correctly. But uh, I hear actually, you. my next hundred yeah. questions is for Pentecostals. So, <laughs> so that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think it's it's not really so much about what they teach and the anger and all that. It's the it's high energy. Have you ever been in some churches where you just get kind of a guy or a woman who's just like, all right. Oh, they sound like that Bernstein guy. They're like, okay, open up to John three. And you're like, I've only ever been to one church my whole life. So yeah, well, I can't really compare. It's hard to know uh, what's out there. 
for me at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, true. Very true, very true. Yeah. Let me see if I can get this thing to finally work. Oh, you got a... Hold on a second. Let me see if I can uh, post a comment. Somebody's yeah, saying, who is this other guest with the cabinet of Dr. Caligari image? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I see. Oh, he knows. That's Adam Lore. Yeah. Yeah, Adam knows. watches a lot of the older stuff and uh he likes yeah. extremely unusual material. Me, yeah. I could have swore I seen that that image before. Yeah, so it's the uh, people consider it the the first horror movie ever made. So mm -hmm. it's it's really old. Well, it's actually public domain too. That's one of the reasons I use it. We got somebody here who it. says uh someone here who says Marilyn Manson is engaging in lots of Christian events lately. If he converts, would you become a fan again? Well, first of all, I wasn't like a fan in the first place. He's got like a song or two that I think is okay, like the beautiful people, the beautiful people. I, I didn't care about any of that kind of stuff. If someone's not a Christian, that doesn't mean I'm going to go, oh, well, I can't listen to your music. As long as the music's good... I pretty much listen to anything from heavy metal, hard rock, classical, and country, and so on. Yeah. Can you guys not see my kind of gothic thing going on? My heavy metalish type of imagery that I yeah, use? I, yeah. So I thought somebody said you was live on camera now, man, uh, full time. I don't know. Maybe I missed the memo. No, my wife's been doing these little skits with me where she records like a, a short that's under 60 seconds and then we put it on the channel. I don't know if I'm going to do like big full deal videos. Oh. People seem to like it though. Anyway, the mac yeah. and cheese situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was, what's, what is that? I, I saw, I saw something like that, a short. Oh, some non-believers made some memes about me a while back, and I'm just kind of playing into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole... Cheese. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I'll tell the story about that real quick. I was uh, talking to this non-believer a while back, and uh, my wife comes in while I'm in the middle of a conversation, and uh, she says, honey, dinner's almost ready. And I'm like, oh, what are we having? And she goes, mac and cheese. And I said, oh, mac and cheese situation. Well, the non-believer thought that was so cute. They ended up making a big old meme about it. It's been going around for a couple of years. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, I know, right? I'm I, Mac and cheese isn't even my big thing. I like steak. You know, I'm like a red-blooded American man. I like to eat all the crazy stuff that you guys are all into. I love steak. But for some reason, just because I said mac and cheese, yeah, the the person lost their mind, and that's been the thing for a couple of years now. Oh yeah, they they you, you you they lost their minds. I one time, one time, uh, years and years ago, uh, back when I first got on YouTube, um, just as the trolls were starting to become prominent, I I made the misfortune of eating a Reese cup. One little tiny Reese cup, a mini, a Reese cup mini. And I ate that little mini Reese cup, and there was like a hundred posts, a hundred videos. I am not even exaggerating. Oh it was like a hundred videos. Oh my God, Von Hilton ate a Reese cup. Here's how he ate it. Here's when he ate it. Here's what day he ate it on. Here's it. And I'm like, I'm like, what the hell? What, you know, I mean, these people are nuts. They're, they're insane. Yeah, they'll go after anything. Yeah, they mm -hmm. go after anything. Yeah, oh yeah, they will. 
but yeah, one little tiny mini Reese cup. <clears throat> and 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 they did like a hundred videos, man. It was crazy. It was insane. It was it was nuts. Did you hear what they did to me in my first year? I've been doing this for like uh, off and on for 20 years. So is Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And um when I first started, I did a uh, I wasn't doing video at first, but about months into it, I turned on a camera and I was doing things. Well, there was a time where I had a, a basically an embrasion on my hand. And uh, what happens is, is they made hundreds of videos saying, Brett Keane has a wart. It's just a little bitty scratch on the side of my <laughs> finger. But because of the shadowing and because I didn't know how to do saturation and contrast properly, it looked more emphasized than what it actually was. So they're like, oh, it's the holy moly. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> that went on for months. These people, tell you what. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? That's just insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's just insane. Well, they, but yeah, they'll take it, they'll take the least little thing and just blow it all to hell, man. It's like God, guys, get a, they watch it very closely. Get something. Get a life. Get a get a hobby. You know, go punch mm. your pillow. Something. You know. But God, man, what what the hell? But yeah, I'm not even exaggerating, dude. It was like a hundred videos. Oh my a God, Reese's. Von Helton ate, ate a Reese cup, man. I mean, <laughs> and they and they still talk about it to this day. They'll still talk about it every now and then to this day. It's crazy. Mm, boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I that's why I eat on camera. I eat on camera now. I hell, I might have even been the one that started mukbang. You never know because mm-hmm. I started eating on camera because they they had they made such a fuss over one little tiny Reese cup I said well hell if they're going to if they're going to do 100 videos because I ate a Reese cup wait till I eat a whole TV dinner live on camera I, I remember one of the biggest rumors they did I mean you think Reese's pieces and warts are bad me and Vaughn, we like to talk about movies and television shows right, right. Mr. Musk yeah. can you hear us still are you yeah. still there, Mr. Must? Just making sure. Yeah, PJ, so, my buddy Vaughn here, we're both older fellas. We're missing teeth, the whole nine yards. Right. But he wants to talk about vampires and stuff, right. you know, vampire movies and television shows. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, they're making videos claiming that this old fella, my buddy, is a damn vampire. <laughs> so, Vaughn Helton can't go anywhere without, hey, it's Count, Count Vonula. <laughs> oh, that yeah. Crazy? Well, the, yeah, what yeah. it was, I was, I, I did a video about Bram Stoker and, um, you know, where he got the idea for Dracula from. And I, you know, and I, I comment on the fact that, you know, he took it from two real things, vampirism, which is a real disease. And then, uh, and then, uh, uh, uh Lord Dracul, which was, um, uh, a real person. And, and he took those two things, put them together and created Dracula, you know, it, totally innocuous video. Okay, well, they they took that and they chopped it up and they made it sound like I was claiming to be Dracula, that I was claiming to be a vampire. And it was just, it was just, it was so ridiculous. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It was just strange. I always had this weird inclination that vampires weren't really into Reese's Pieces, but they didn't make the correlation. Yeah, they drink blood. (laughs) They don't eat chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you yeah, and I seem me. to be fans of sunlight and all that, and yeah, well, Twinkies, so yeah. Yeah, they don't well, know. Well, now, I am, I, I, you know, in, in the interest of full disclosure, I am allergic to garlic, I am allergic to bright <laughs> sunlight, but it ain't got nothing to do with vampirism. And I well, anybody that's got working taste buds is against garlic, but go ahead. Yeah, sure. like pure garlic. 
Well, supposedly garlic's good for you, but you know the smell and the taste kind of. But I, but I am allergic. Uh, I'm allergic now. I'm allergic to raw garlic. I don't know about processed, but I'm allergic to raw garlic, and I'm allergic to sunlight. And I did have real fangs, and bright light really does hurt my eyes. But does that make me a vampire? No, because I'm also allergic to penicillin. I'm also allergic to coconut. Does that make me a vampire too? Well, of course not. Okay, so I mean, you know, but see, they they take they'll take something totally innocuous and turn it, twist it into a pretzel and chop it up into pieces. And oh, here you go. Von Helden's a vampire. Von Helden did this. Von Helden did it. Von Helden murdered thousands of people. Did you know that, dude? Von Helden did. He did that. He murdered murdered thousands. Just a wave of slaughter to make to make Pol Pot envious, man. It was great. It was horrible. I don't, I don't we can't even pierce an apple nowadays with the way our mouth is riddled. So it's <laughs> exactly. odd. But I mean, we're I, supposed I, to be vampires. Well, I, I I would love to know when all this stuff I supposedly did happen because I don't remember any of it. But uh, you know, maybe. Well, Bond, you I and I, forgot. you and I have done so many videos. We've been around so long; it's hard to be able to remember every you know, video we've done That's out very there. True. That's very but true. And boy, they archive the shit out of our stuff, man. Oh my god, dude, they archive us like crazy. Well, I, Mr. I Musk, I, we could go on for Reese's Pieces and vampire issues all day. You got any more topics? Or How long have you guys been on YouTube? I've been on YouTube since its inception. Now, admittedly, though, I, I lurked here for about a year before I actually made an account. Uh, what how I got here is kind of rather interesting. I got here because I had actually heard that that um, little kids were committing suicide. And that 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 they may even be being prodded to do so. And I'm like, oh, come on. Nobody's that fucking evil. Right. Yeah. Well, when I got here, I found out quite quite the opposite, that there really were little children being convinced to commit suicide. Um, they were playing these games and stuff and being harassed uh, in these games. And well, just kill yourself. Just off yourself, man. You're no good. Just, uh, you know, and, and unfortunately, a few kids did take their lives, sadly. And uh, that's how I got here, believe it or not. Yeah, there was now, a big after... thing a while back, Mr. Muss, where uh, young people were told to get on live streams and camera, and they were told to harm themselves and do all these horrible things. This wasn't the inspiration for why I came to YouTube. I didn't even know there. I was like Vaughn, where I didn't know people were that like evil and needed to mm -hmm. have a bucket against their head. But I did end up finding out about that once I started. I was, I've been around before Google was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I've been around before Google owned up uh, YouTube and everything yep. else. Back in the day when they still had video responses. And, uh, yeah, oh, that people was so much fun. You remember whenever they used to think, um, what the hell was that, America Online was the big thing? Yeah, yeah. It's garbage now, nobody. I don't yeah. even think that's even I've never even heard anymore. of that. You've got mail. <laughs> You never uh, heard that. You got. They even got a movie. I've heard that before. Tom Hanks. Yeah. You have heard that before. Yeah, that that came from AOL. I beta tested oh. AOL, so that should tell you how old I am. I beta tested. I beta tested AOL, Genie, Prodigy, Procom Plus, and uh, a few others. I can't remember. I can't remember the rest of them. But uh, but yeah, man, I beta tested all that stuff back in the day, before long before there was an internet. They had. They had this software called Procom Plus, and what you would do is you would take your mighty 30 baud modem, and you would do da and you would log into Procom Plus, 
And then the Procom Plus would take you to what's called a node, and then that node would ferry you out to a BBS, a bulletin board service. And it was like about 50, 60, 70. CompuServe, that's one I couldn't remember. Thank you. But there was like 50 or 60, um, 50 or 60 of these, these BBSs. And the one I used to hang out on was called uh, Wildcat BBS. Now, that, remember, there was no internet. This was, this was just you, you logged in, you went to a place, and then you read the bulletin board. And what they would do, you, somebody would post a note, and then you would respond to that. And then they would come back the next day and respond to yours. And then you would come back the next day and respond and so on. And, um, you know, that was how it was before the Internet. And, you know, I, even back then, I'm telling them, hey, man, you know, the, the government is dangerous. Uh, these these elite families are dangerous. You know, long before David Icke, long before Alex Jones, long before any of these people, I'm sitting there typing in my two-color ANSI text, warning people about the New World Order. So. I go back a long, long, long time. And uh, a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people are not aware. But, yeah, I go back way, way back, long before there was an Internet, long before pretty much anybody was talking about conspiracy. I was one of, I was one of the few people that started talking about it. I, I grabbed this book called None Dare Call It Conspiracy, which was talking about Richard Nixon and what was going on with him and stuff. And uh, fascinating. Watergate. Yeah, fascinating book if you get a chance to read it. And poor, poor Mr. McCarthy, you know, he tried to warn everybody, and everybody thought he was a kook and a weirdo. And unfortunately, Mr. McCarthy ended up being 100% right. And uh, But yeah, it's just an excellent read, man. None dare call it conspiracy. If you can find a copy, good luck with that, by the way. But if you can find a copy, you need to grab one because they're, they're like you it re it well you know in today in today's world it reads like a newspaper it's like oh my god well this is right that's right that was right that's right you know damn near the whole book is was 100 accurate so, uh gary allen huh uh, the author is it gary allen i believe it is it, it it has like about six different symbols on the front cover one of them was a peace sign i think oh, this it, one's it, just... it, it oh i like, see it here yeah here we go it has like six different symbols on the front cover and none dare call it conspiracy and uh, if you can get a copy, man, I strongly encourage, strongly okay. encourage to get a copy. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Well, like I said, it reads like a newspaper today because it'd be like, oh, well, here's where that happened. Here's where that happened. And see, when it, when the book was written, they were all conspiracies. They were all theories. Well, you know, everything's come to pass now, you know. Yeah, that happens all the, all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, see, you're, you're first you're laughed at and, and then you're then they get angry at you. And then uh, I think there was something else they do, and then they finally capitulate and, and realize you were right all along. But it takes a while. You know, they have to go. Oh, they try to censor. Yeah, they try to censor you. There you go. Yeah, they try to censor you. So first they laugh at you, then they get angry at you, then they censor you, and then they finally have to accept that you were right. And so it's a process. But um, but yeah, man. I mean, I've been. I I I've got seventy five. I was right videos. Actually, I, I could make more than that, but I stopped at 75 because, I mean, you know, what what's the point? You know, after 75, I was right videos. Uh, if they don't understand by then, I mean, you know, they're lost. I mean, most of these people aren't going to admit it. They just, no, they're not. They just want to disagree. Yeah, they just want to argue. Exactly right. They, they want to argue. A lot of them do. And uh, they got nothing better to do. They're down in mommy's basement, bored as hell. And uh, so they want to argue with somebody. You know, so I mean, that's that's basically in a nutshell, unfortunately.
That's rough. It is. So I've seen that you've done videos uh, where you question Catholics, uh, you've questioned atheists. Have you ever done a video where you do questions towards pagans? No, I have not, but I'm going to write that down right now. That's a great <laughs> suggestion. Pretty interesting for you. Yeah. Bond yeah. here, he's my uh, he's my dark warlock, Dorito-eating, vampire, Reese's Pieces slayer. <laughs> so I he do. might find your questions interesting. He's really Let's good at uh, responding to stuff if it's cool. <laughs> well, I look so, after him a good eye. <laughs> so you're a pagan? Yes. Yeah, I'm a, what they call an eclectic pagan. I'm not an orthodoxy. I'm an eclectic pagan. So guys, I'll be mean? right back in a moment and you guys discuss that for a little bit. I'm yeah. sure Mr. Mr. Muscle find you interesting. I'll be right back. Yeah. Mean Mr. Muscle shades in the dark, shades in the What does dark. that mean being a pagan? What does it mean being a pagan? Well, pagan is a pagan is an umbrella term. It's basically anything that isn't a Christian, a Jew, or a Muslim. Now there will be some people that will argue the point over that. I think that's a ludicrous argument. Because obviously, if you're not a Christian, a Jew, or a Muslim, you are by definition a pagan. Um, you know, now obviously there is orthodoxy pagan and there is eclectics and, you know, pretty much everything in between. Um, many pagans are what they call solitary, uh, which means we basically strike out on our own path and uh, we just follow what we believe the gods uh, want us to do. And uh, that's pretty much it. So okay, so it's just an umbrella term, basically. Yeah, the term pagans just just an umbrella term. Okay. I used to be Batman fan before they went woke. Uh, now I'm not, but before they went woke, I was a Batman fan. What happened with Batman? Go. Oh man! Oh my God, dude! You you never saw the Batwoman uh, TV show? Oh no! I like oh. the new Batman movie that came out. You just I didn't think stay it was away, woke. Stay away! Stay away! It's just. It's oh yeah, I've seen the trailer for that Batwoman show. Yeah, I mean it it's looked terrible. Embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You see the new Batman movie though? Uh supposedly it's uh it's going straight to video or something or straight to theater. No, I, I, I watched remember. it when it came out. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was it was it was okay. It was good. It was all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean okay. it's you know, it's still it's Batman, it's the same okay. stuff, but Okay. Very good. Did they reimagine him in any way or Oh what? yeah, for sure. I mean it's a different take, but it's just I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. better or worse, you reckon? Uh, hmm. I mean, it's different the than the Christopher Nolan ones. Uh, the, the, yeah, the Ben Affleck version. Oh, better than uh, that for sure. The Michael Keaton version, the Nick Clooney version. Um, now, I I prefer the Keaton version myself because he started it. And uh, to me, Keaton is Batman. I mean, he he so nailed the eccentric uh, billionaire thing. I think I think Keaton really nailed that shit. But I mean, you know, that's just me. yeah. I think he he might be my favorite too. He wasn't yeah. my first. Uh, I grew up with um, Batman Forever. I had that on DVD. Yeah, yeah I just watch clean. it nonstop. But it's it's not as good as I uh, remember as a kid. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh but yeah, man, I mean um you know, I, I Keaton just he just really seemed to nail the eccentric uh uh 
billionaire thing. He's he seemed to nail it pretty good. And Jack Nicholson was amazing in that. Nicholson was amazing. I, yeah. I you know, everybody, my myself and and everybody was like, is he going to get the laugh right? Is he going to get the laugh right? Is he going to get the laugh right? And buddy, he nailed that laugh, and it's like, yes, fuck yes. And then, so he nailed that laugh, and that was it, man. He he did it. He he made the grade, man. Because that laugh is not easy. It's tough. And he nailed it good, man. He he got it good. So it's like, yeah, man, that was. That well, was I think awesome. every Joker kind of does their their own version of it, you know. Yeah, that that one Joker movie where Joker's by himself. Oh my God, no, that was that was just that was horrible. You didn't like it? The, no, I I never watched the whole movie, but what I saw, I did not like. It just it just. It isn't Joker. I don't know what it is, but it isn't Joker. I mean, okay, it's a homicidal maniac, but it ain't Joker. I mean, he's wearing a clown uniform, but I mean, there's a lot of clown killers out there. So, I mean, you know, it just. I, I liked it because it was it was something new. It's, you know, because yeah, he's trying yeah, to do this uh, extended universe stuff where it's all connected. Right. And, well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to file it in the what if category. I'm going to file it in the what if category because that's where I'm putting it. I mean, I, I, normally I like new and interesting things. I, I'm that way. But I, this just did not appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. What I saw of it, okay? Now, granted, I didn't see the whole movie. I just saw bits and pieces. But what I saw of it, I was just, I don't know. So it what was it that you didn't like? I don't know. It just, it didn't see, it just it didn't, didn't feel like Joker to you. It just didn't feel like Joker. Yeah. It just didn't feel I like I get you, that I mean. to a degree. I mean, you kind of lose the mystery aspect yeah. to him, you yeah. know, like, cause they yeah. go into his background, they give him a name and they explain it all. And they, they yeah. you know, actually going into it, I was kind of skeptical because um, they're trying to make him more um, human, you know, more relatable. Right. And right. It's like, I was kind of against that going in, but I, I thought it worked because. I don't know. They, I mean, everyone kind of like roots for Joker anyway. You know, yeah. it's it's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I thought it was okay. It's, uh, it is. It does feel kind of weird not having Batman there, right? But it, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it worked as a, just just for something different. You know, it's just yeah. Because DC was making so many like, just bad stuff like in a row, and it was like mm-hmm. you know do something different. Just like, you know stop trying to copy Marvel. Did you ever notice, I, I'm i not trying to be cold or anything, and I'm probably going to take a beating for this on YouTube, but atheists uh, gravitate towards TV shows and movies that are about psychopaths being the good guy. Do you notice this? Yeah. Yes. They they really like that Heath Ledger, and I think that Heath Ledger is a great actor. I liked him back before he was even important or relevant to anybody. I liked it whenever right. he was doing the romance and night movies and all that. Right. But right. man, when he came out with that whole, oh, you know, and you got Alfred talking about some people just want to burn the world. The atheists are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. notice that? They just love yeah. that. Oh my God! I dude, I saw this video on YouTube. This guy, this guy looks like Heath Ledger, sounds like Heath Ledger, and he nailed the Joker perfectly. He's got every little mannerism and everything perfect. And I'm like, dude, why in the fuck hasn't somebody hired this son of a bitch and went on with the with the damn Heath Ledger Joker? I don't understand. I mean, this guy nails it. He nails it perfectly. And I'm like, damn, because I at first I thought, well, this is some video that Heath Ledger did, and we just never got to see it before. And then I got to read in the comment section, 
And it's like, no, this is some new guy. And he just, he, I think I, I might mean, have he seen that. nailed it perfectly, perfectly. I mean, I got it. Was crazy. he in an office? Yeah, it was like an office yeah, I saw that. or something. Yeah, I mean, he nailed it perfectly. And I'm like, why didn't, why hasn't somebody hired this guy? You know, and, and, and went on ahead and, 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 uh, and, and played that, you know, but they, I guess they didn't. I don't know. Well, don't Christopher know Nolan said he wasn't going to, because when they did the sequel to that, the Dark Knight Rises, they didn't even reference Joker, and they said they right. wouldn't do that because uh, to honor Heath Ledger, I guess. Well, that's, I think that I think that does a disservice to the fans, though, when you do that. You know what? There are other uh, what uh, other show atheists like to watch too. I noticed was uh, Dexter. You guys ever seen that before? Yes. Cartoon. No, Dexter, the psychopath who, you know, goes around and murders other serial killers, doesn't have any emotions or feelings or anything, worked for forensic for a while there. I watched it. I thought it was an interesting uh, type of paradigm. It was a lot different than other shows, but my goodness, they just love their psychopaths. They're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they always take it too far. Yes. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I do like Dexter though. I mean, at least the first four seasons of it, I thought were <laughs> were good. Yeah, see, I I watched it all the way through, and the last season was kind of awful. It was just, yeah, it didn't do nothing Absolutely. for me. Oh, so what kind of shows you like? Are you into older stuff? Because you seem to really dig that Avatar. <laughs> I watched. Oh, uh... Sorry, Bon, am I putting you asleep over there, fella? <laughs> <laughs> You might want to get some coffee and Reese's Pieces. You've got to get me something to wake my ass up. Yeah. Go ahead, Mr. I watch Mom. a lot of older Sorry. movies. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I mean, recently I haven't been, but uh, yeah, I love the old classic, you know, Frankenstein, Dracula, that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bella Lugosi and... and um, Boris Karloff. And, and Boris Karloff, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's going way back, dude. Yeah, that's some crazy shit, man. I, I, there was the years and years ago when I was just a little boy, there was a repeat of a black and white TV show on TV called Dark Shadows, and it was it was like a soap opera, but it was about uh, this this vampire and living in this castle and the you know, and I guess I if I remember correctly, I don't think anybody knew he was a vampire. And he, but it was this big fancy castle and a lot of rich people running around and I've heard and of that it, I've never seen it. It was oh man, you talk about keeping you on the edge of your seat. It really did. So that's it a TV was, show, right? Yeah, it was a TV show. Yeah, it was a TV show called Dark Shadows. And they it's made a remake a of it. They made a remake with Johnny Depp playing the oh, vampire did they? guy. Oh yeah. yeah, I I feel like it probably does a disservice to the show though. I mean, I've heard well, that it came out. The, yeah, the TV mm. show, Mr. Muss, was more serious-oriented is where Johnny, serious, Depp, yeah. Johnny Depp played more of a uh, kind of Pirates of the Caribbean version of Yeah, that Band movie is really not serious, does not take itself seriously at yeah. all. Well, that's unfortunate because Dark Shadows, if, if anything is worthy of a remake, it would be Dark Shadows, as long as they don't go woke and, and fuck it up. But, um, you know, it was, uh, it, I tell you, as a little boy, that 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 soap opera. It's a good thing they played it during the day, because if they played that sucker at night, man, I'd have probably had nightmares. Because <laughs> it's scary. It was really really scary. Because they kept you on the edge of your seat. You didn't know what this clown was going to do next, man. 
he didn't know who he was going well after. yeah the actor the actor that played the vampire in the original show he had this very mysterious kind of he did, he, did. Face. Yeah. He, he looked like yeah. somebody that you would probably not want to be around in an alleyway right. so exactly yeah he definitely looked the part and it was it was it was just it was just bang on it was really bang on and he you know everything was just right you know and uh, I, I would, I would love to see a legitimate remake of Dark Shadows. That that would be awesome, because I remember it as a little boy watching it, man, and it it scared it scared the poop out of me even during the day. You know, I could just imagine. You might like the Johnny Depp movie, but you have to remember, Muss is right. There's a lot of humor and innuendos <laughs> right. kind of to it. It doesn't yeah. feel like the original Dark Shadows at no. all, but it's still. I heard that. Yeah, it's got its own thing, though. You can watch well, it can, and actually enjoy it. I can tell you for a fact, because I watched every episode of Dark Shadows, there was no comedy in it ever, nowhere, ever. And right. uh, it was totally serious. It was totally about, you know, hey, this guy's going to get his next victim. Who's it going to be? You don't know. It, it literally awesome. kept you on pins and needles. It was great. It was a great cliffhanger. You know, cliffhanger, that's where I was looking for. It's a great cliffhanger, man. It keeps you on the edge of your seat because you don't know what this cat's going to do. You know, he, he, you don't know where he's going, what he's going to do next. It was great. It was awesome. So is it sort of like, uh, like, is he an anti-hero? Is he sort of like a bad guy? I, for him? I don't know if I, I don't well, know. Does he kill he people? Was, I don't. Well, yeah, he sucked him dry. <laughs> but but he, he didn't kill like indiscriminately. He was kind of like an no. anti-hero. The yeah. the story was kind of like the, the usual sad, uh, here's a guy who's immortal, can't do right. anything about it type of concept, only kills when he has to. But you kind of liked him because he if he had to kill, he usually did it with somebody you didn't like. So it's like, oh, okay, fine. That's okay. You can kill him. He sucks. <laughs> yeah oh boy i'll tell you some good i i notice a lot of movies nowadays that try to do horror or scary stuff they rely more on gore and blood and all that instead of actually a storyline you remember you guys remember classic twilight zones now those were creepy i wish so, I, i've watched more of it i've only seen the first episode i really need to watch more of that Oh, you'd be blown away. And one of the things is it's always something different, always something yeah. unique. A lot of TV shows nowadays, they're basically trying to extend the pilot over and over and over. And there's yeah. nothing original. Another good show, though, that was made in modern day that just creeps the living hell out of me is Black Mirror. You guys heard of this? Yeah, no. I've seen, uh, I think, the first four seasons of that. I haven't oh, seen it. Man. I have to say, I haven't seen it. I think the earlier stuff's a lot better than the newer stuff. I kind of, I mean, I can't speak to the new, the brand new seasons, but you mm -hmm. know, the first, I'd say, first two, three seasons are really good. Yeah, Vaughn, if yeah. you decide that you want to watch it, you better make sure you have a clean pair of underwear nearby and uh, <laughs> paper because it is rough. It's been a long time. I mean, whenever I was younger, I used to be able to watch Freddy Krueger and laugh my ass off. I had a sense right. of Hellraiser just, just made me fall over hysterically. But Black Mirror actually made me nervous. I'm sitting there watching wow. going, damn, because huh. it does scary stuff that, right. how do I put this, that you believe could possibly happen to you. Oh, yeah. 
Right. You know, huh. nobody nobody thinks some prick's going to come back with a hockey mask and machete and get you, but this stuff is like, whoa. Yeah, it's really not trying to scare mind. you. It's just, you know, it it just it do, it just does because of how uh, kind of accurate you can compare it to, you know, real life. It's huh. yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's just, it's like a satire of um, you know, every episode's like a certain technology. It's just like a satire of it. You know, taking it to like this this crazy degree, but it's still realistic. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you guys noticed? I've been noticing out here in the comments, people have been mentioning Superman. I like Superman. I'm more of a Batman spawn. I like the more darker type <laughs> of anti-hero. But they have tried so hard to kill Superman. They killed him with Doomsday. Then they did all this other stuff. They keep pounding him to death. Then they have Batman wear a RoboCop outfit to beat the hell out of him throughout (laughs) a movie. And that was ridiculous. But then, you know what they did recently? (laughs) They turned him gay, and now they want to turn him into a black guy. Yeah, that's in the comics, yeah. Yeah, the new the newest Superman. That, that, that's what I was getting ready to mention. The newest Superman is gay and black. I'm like, are you guys fucking high? What are you smoking over there? You know, and I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I, you know, I, I'm I'm just DC has DC has totally left the fucking station, man. They they're just gone. The comic book gone. has went down the tube. Uh, DC has lost so much money off of this. I mean, can you imagine that Lex Luthor coming out in a big, tight green suit and Superman goes, oh, that's just fabulous. I mean, how the hell <laughs> can I look at Superman like that? Well, folks, I'm not homophobic in any way, but Superman does not belong in that type of thing. No, I don't even no, think no. he was able to make love properly to Lois Lane because isn't he like as strong as a locomotive? Yeah, he can't like yeah, do yeah. things normal that humans do. Well, in so. one of the movies, he has a kid, but oh yeah, Actually, I think in the second part. one, in the second one, he does it with her. Yeah, yeah, but isn't the premise that Superman let his powers get taken away for a while to be human? Then yeah. he got her pregnant, he- right? I think that's what happened. He 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 lost his powers temporarily, and that's when he was able to do it with her and. And then uh, he got his powers back, and everything was just ducky. Bon, you want to hear a funny oh, Superman yeah, joke? Go ahead. This might get me in trouble. It's a little rough. It probably will, but go ahead. I do believe in God, but unfortunately, I've never heard a clean joke in my life, so we'll go with this. Here we go. So Superman, he's flying around uh, Metropolis and uh, then makes his way to New York, and he's thinking to himself, man, I'm really frustrated. I ain't made love to anybody in a long, long time. Well, as he's flying around, he notices Wonder Woman is laying on her back on a big, tall skyscraper, and she's naked. And he goes, wow, this is the perfect time. He goes, well, I can't just go down there and make love to her. Wonder Woman might not be appreciative of that, right? So he decides to pick up speed as fast as he can, and he goes down and goes, wham, 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 and then takes off. And she goes, oh, my, what was that? And the invisible man says, I don't know, but my ass sure hurts. <laughs> He was a man, dude. That was a twist. <laughs> I like that. Ain't that uh, terrible? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty bad. bad. <laughs> you guys know. <laughs> you guys know who Mike Tyson is. Oh yeah. yeah. Now, folks, we got to be careful when we do Mike Tyson jokes because he's got his own YouTube channel now, and apparently he's extremely rich, so I don't want to get my head knocked off for this, but I'm going to try to keep it nice. All right, why does Mike Tyson cry after sex? 
I don't know. I don't know. Mace. What? Get it? Mace. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me try another one on you. That one. This, that well, was explain one. it. What, what does it mean? Okay, so Mike Tyson's been in trouble for doing bad things with women in the past. So right. get it, mace, mace in the eyes. That's why he cries after. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh boy. Oh man. Yeah, it, when I have to you, explain dude. my jokes, it just becomes. Terrible. No, that's all right. He's gonna get you though. Yeah, he's he is. Probably, gonna he's like gonna that. definitely get me over to. Yeah, he get you. One. And then I'm done with jokes for a little while because I'd like to live for the next couple of weeks. All right, here's <laughs> one last one for you. <laughs> so Mike Tyson, he's uh, sitting in Pizza Hut eating a bunch of pizza. And the waitress comes over and says, Mr. Tyson, would you like a box for your pizza to go? He gets up and knocks his shit out of her. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, man. You guys are a rough audience. Man, no, I man. got it. Okay, okay. What about you, Vaughn? You just... I didn't. I, I, say it again now. Say the question. No, I get it. Mike Tyson. Okay, let me remind you of who Mike Tyson is so this makes sense in the joke. Mike Tyson was a heavyweight champion of the world. Right. Boxer. Boxer. Yes. Get it? All right. Yeah. So he's sitting inside a pizza hut. He's eating a bunch of pizza. The waitress right. comes up and says, Sir, would you like a box for your pizza to go? He gets up and knocks it out of her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants it to go. Yeah, I got it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I get it. I got it. I got it. No, that was good. He's a boxer, and, and she said, do you want a box? Yeah, I got it. There you <laughs> I go. It. I got it. He's I got like, it. yeah, yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, sheesh. I got to work on my comedy, obviously. Oh, I, I like that last one. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, that, that was, was the best good. one. <laughs> Oh, I uh, I got done watching a movie recently that's actually pretty good. You both might like um, Adam Project. Have you ever heard of this? No, no. You like Ryan Reynolds, either one of you? Oh, well, I love Ryan Reynolds. He's great. He's all right. Well, the movie is not going to be found at the theater or anything. It was created by Netflix. So you'd have to have the Netflix subscription to see it. Mm. But it's a. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys are a fan of time travel films or books or it's anything, okay. but imagine Ryan Reynolds as a time traveler and you know, you've got a, a pretty hot deal. I'm going to blow your mind with this Vaughn, but I actually believe that this movie is better than back to the future. And that you is, really real. Think so. oh, no, that's I really think so. It is that good. I'm serious. Wow. Mr. Muscle. Mr. Muss is like, oh, hell no, you didn't know. You don't say that, <laughs> well, now what, what's the name of it again? What's the name of it again? It's called The Adam Project. That's the, the name Adam of Mark Ryan. Yes. Uh, there you what, go. Who, yeah, what? Wait, wait, who what? It's got a, go ahead and pronounce his name. Remember, I'm terrible with names. Go ahead, Muss. What, Mark Ruffalo? Oh, Mark Ryan Ruffalo, Reynolds. the commie? Yeah, okay. What is it? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mark well, Ruffalo. I, I still like him in movies, though. Mark Mark Ruffalo and 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 uh, and uh, and uh, and the guy that played uh, Captain America. I'm having brain lock. Um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans yeah. and Mark Ruffalo uh, went on a went on a Twitter tirade. Fuck capitalism. Fuck Trump. Fuck America. And I'm like, 
You commie bastard son of a bitches. Capitalism made you rich, you fucks. But you're going to get on these Twitter, actors believe in that anyway. But but you're going to get on Twitter and talk shit about what made you rich. Really, that's kind of fucking stupid. But it is. Yeah. As, as just, At least they're being uh, honest. Yeah, but I mean, you know, but what does that say about Hollywood that you can't find one patriotic actor to play Captain America? You have to find some commie piece of shit that hates capitalism, hates Trump, hates America, hates everything about us, hates the founding fathers. They couldn't find one patriotic actor to play Captain America. I mean, it's just that's just sad. That's just fucking sad. Well, it's because they build up these people who believe in these things. They, you know, if you say the right things, they they build you up and give you a career, basically. So there's like there's no diversity of thought in Hollywood at all. Not anymore. No, if you're a conservative in Hollywood, you're blackballed. Yeah, I mean, there's a I've few. Been, I mean, but they, they, I mean, they're not active anymore. There's I mean, too many. To yeah, be. there's too many people. There's too many people come forward said, "Yeah, man, if you're conservative, you might as well not even try to get yeah. into Hollywood." Tim Allen, Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, <clears throat> just name a few. I haven't seen Tim Allen in a movie in a long time. Actually, well, he, Tim he, Allen. Actually, Tim Allen just did something recently because I, I caught it in passing, but I don't remember the particulars on it. I think he was doing a TV show. That might well, have been he, a TV he's show. He's done quite a few different movies and all that. The problem is, is that they pretty much lowered him to B-rate level. He's yeah, kind of exactly. like where Nicolas Cage is now, where Nicolas yeah. used to be badass in the 80s, and now yeah. he couldn't get in, a, in a, a television commercial at this point. Yeah, I mean, that dude played Ghost Rider, man, you know, and now he can't get shit. It's like, what the fuck? And he did a damn good Ghost Rider, too. I was very impressed. Yeah, I, I like liked Ghost Rider. But any oh, movie, yeah. any movie, I don't care who you put in it, as long as you have Sam Elliott in there or the Fonda <laughs> guy, <laughs> yeah, you got to It's movies. a win, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a win. That's true. Oh, That's true. Sam but, oh, my God, that where the, where the horse and the, and the motorcycle both flame up at the same time. That was and cool. They take a, that was just unbelievable, man. That was great. I'm not oh a huge God. fan of that movie, but it, I mean, there's a lot of cool scenes in, in the first Ghost Rider that are like that, where you got you know the flaming horse and the the motorcycle together. You yeah. see the, like the tracks. Yeah, you can see the tracks. Cool. Yeah, exactly. It was just awesome. Well, for me, the movie hit on a lot of different levels. Besides the fact I like the character, I love the special effects and all that. The moment they opened that movie. They got this guy on a damn bike with crazy trained by Ozzy Osbourne going, yeah. I'm like, honey, it's over. Popcorn time. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely a fun movie to watch. I mean, it, you know. It, no, it's not, like, it's not the type of movie that'll make you have a philosophical thought or something. It's just one right. of those things where you get to see shit get wrecked and done well. Yeah, That's and he's having fun with it. You know, it, yeah. it's cool to watch. Yeah. And it, the, the and then it went to TV and the, uh, Netflix or whatever the fuck and and the pay per view or whatever the hell and then they got this Latino guy as 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 Ghost Rider and it's like what you know that was my that was literally my first response what um, you know for some reason they grabbed this Latino guy short Latino guy too and made him into Ghost Rider and I'm like no i don't think ghost rider is latino and i don't think he's five foot i'm pretty sure ghost rider is like six foot and uh is a white dude but eh, whatever you know 
So gotta was be it diverse, noticeable? guys. We got to be diverse, you know. His height was like really noticeable in the in the show. Very noticeable, yeah. He was he was very That's noticeable. Yeah, it's yeah, they they well, you know, there's there's a lot of things that they're getting absolutely right. Robert Downey Jr. as 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 Iron Man. Oh my god, that was perfect. Of course it was mm. perfect because I suggested it, but that's beside the point, right? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, Robert Downey Jr. They got perfect because he is he is definitely he is definitely Tony Stark. He looks like Tony Stark. He acts like Tony Stark. He might even be Tony Stark to an extent because I mean he is rich and he is very eccentric. So I mean, you know, but, uh, most people didn't too, know who he was uh, Iron oh, Man before that. Yeah. Another thing too, guys, is at first, and I know some people are going to want to crucify me upside down for this, but. Iron Man was never one of the characters I ever cared about growing up in the comic books. I could yeah. read a little bit of The Flash. I like Spider-Man, Batman, Spawn, all this. But he was one of those guys along with Captain America where I was just like, yeah, whatever. Okay, it looks neat yeah. cover, but I never I A lot of people felt that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't. But until they added that actor, I, I now all of a sudden Iron Man blows up because he made the Iron Man who he Iron totally Man made was. it. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I was the one that picked him. Yay! You know, you know, I don't. You know, a lot of people don't know this that I was the one that picked him. Nuts number one, but number two, they don't know that he had been totally rejected. See, uh, a lot of people don't know Robert Downey Jr. was was heavy into drugs and alcohol. He was in rehab more than he was on stage. For God's sake. And he's, they're like, no, man, we're not, we're not picking this clown. I said, dude, he is, he is Tony Stark. He is Iron Man. You've got to, you know, and I, I actually argued with Warner Brothers. I argued uh, with, with, uh, with Marvel and, 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 and really pushed hard to get him that job. And, you know, and I knew it would be good for him because, I mean, he was in a total slump. He was not getting any work. He was, he was pretty much done. He was pretty much on the ropes. If not actually done, uh, too many times in rehab, too many, too many times getting caught drinking on the job and doing drugs on the job. And buddy, he was he was done, man. He was finished. And I said, you know, no, I no. Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. He well, not nobody, only looks like nobody he, ever complained about his acting skills. He always, if he was offered a show or a movie, he always showed up and gave it his best. Yeah, but on that. the outside in his personal life. And I think the reason why this is is because he grew up in show business, right? Yeah. So he yeah. was around the parties, the drugs, and yeah. all that. And I think yeah, that it right. it just totally screwed him up. It screwed him up. Yeah, bad. I'm sure it did. But I'm he's straightened sure out now. He's got his. Oh yeah. Oh, he's doing great now, man. And like I said, you know, I was the one that pushed to get him that that position because nobody was going to pick him. They weren't. You can look it up. They weren't going to. They weren't going to pick him. And uh, same way with same what you know. And there was another pick that I did. Uh, um, uh, um, Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard or not as Jean-Luc Picard, excuse me, as uh, Charles Xavier. Mm. Uh, that was another pick of mine. And they weren't going to pick him either. They were going to pick some Ben guy, guy, some guy named Ben that was bald at it. Ben Kingsley? I guess. I don't know. Is somebody named Ben. They had, they weren't even thinking of picking Patrick Stewart. 
And well, Pat, Patrick the- Stewart's good, but if Penn Kingsley was on the list, I could understand why they'd look at him. He's a yeah. fine actor. He played, yeah. uh, he actually, he's played action films, but he's also did drama. He did mm-hmm. Gandhi, and it's one of the best damn movies having to do with a religious person, the faith right. that there ever was. You ever seen the Gandhi movie, guys? I don't I think haven't. I've seen that one. I don't oh, think it's I've pretty seen good. It. Yeah, I have to check good. it out. Yeah, apparently but, uh, he does a lot uh, of historical movies. I've heard but that. But there was, uh, but yeah, they they were not going to pick Patrick Stewart at all. They were going to pick this Ben character, Ben Kingsley, I guess. That was a bald dude named Ben. They were going to pick him to be Charles Xavier. And I said, I said, I I, I don't know who the Ben, and I didn't. I honestly didn't know who who Ben Kingsley was. Well, let me time. give you let me give you a hint of another movie he's been in. Since you mentioned Iron Man. He's mm-hmm. actually the terrorist that is in one of the Iron Man sequels. He's the guy who basically comes after him. I'm oh, not going to spoil the it. Mandarin. Him, right, yeah, right. The Mandarin. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's a fine actor. He would have played a good uh, Xavier, but you're right. I, I think Patrick Stewart did good. Didn't you try to also yourself try out for Wolverine or something? I did. I, I tried I out tried. for the I tried out for the blob myself, but they said <laughs> I didn't know. But ne- seriously, all joking aside, I did put I did put uh, um, my name in the hat for Wolverine uh, because I I'm I'm the same build as Wolverine. See, Wolverine in the comics is not some big dude. Wolverine in the comics is only five five. Um, he's only five five, very short, very stocky, and I fit that to a T. And, you know, plus, you know, back during the days when I was working out and stuff, it'd be easy for me to probably get. Well, at the time, it would have been easy for me. It ain't now because I got this lymphedema and back going out, hip going out. And I'm basically falling to pieces. What's, uh, anyway, what's lymphedema? Lymphedema is is where your lymph nodes uh, plug up and fill up with fluid. And there's no treatment for it. There's no cure for it. And unfortunately, some versions are even terminal. Uh, hopefully mine is not one of the terminal ones, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a nasty thing and there's no, there's no cure. There's no treatment. There's nothing you can do for it. Well, see, that was, that's what I was going to say there. Uh, nobody, uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, was not, not a good fit. That's one of the things they got wrong. I mean, I, I don't dislike the guy. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he was not Wolverine. Wolverine is a short stocky dude. And here's this string bean motherfucker you know seven almost seven fucking feet tall it's like no fuck no that's not wolverine at all not even close and it's and it's like yeah he's just totally wrong for wolverine i mean uh, you know they should you know who they've been you know who they're suggesting now to do wolverine no you're gonna be shocked but i think some people can see this that they they could buy it they're thinking because superman movies throughout henry cavill that they're right. going to use him for Wolverine since his contract is about up with DC. Yeah. Um, well, how I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, wait a minute. This guy's as tall as God himself. How is it yeah. possible? For him to no, play Wolverine? he's tall. That's not going to work. No. Yeah, but it's, it's a it's a camera movie. There's a lot of guys like Robert Downey Jr. This guy's as tiny as Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, but they make him look larger than life on film. Yeah. They can right, just yeah. uh, all they have to do is just claim that the guy's five foot tall. You know, people will buy it. They don't uh, care. Yeah, you they're... can do effects and make people look shorter, taller. Yeah, I, guess, than they I are. guess, but I just it's actually really know, easy. I you know I I just I would I I want something that's a little more realistic as far as Wolverine goes. 
And because uh, Wolverine's real a really pivotal character, you need to get it right. And I just I just don't think they've been getting him right, man. They need to get him right. Whether, you need you know, to look. You need to watch The Witcher, man. If you watch Henry Cavill's The Witcher, you're going to immediately be like, "All right, I can see how they would think that." Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, you know, well, you know, like like uh, Blaze is saying up there, you know, he's too handsome to be Wolverine. Wolverine is this rough Canadian dude, um, you know, and and he's is no. No. Um, well, that's what I thought whenever they claimed that they wanted to use him as the Witcher. The Witcher's all rough looking and tough. Yeah. But he's doing what, it. He's doing yeah, it, man. He yeah. looks the part. Oh, well. Okay. I, I don't know, man. I I just, we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do. Well, we we'll could always it. have Nicholas Cage be Wolverine. Can you mean, Whoa, man, look out for <laughs> No, Nicholas Cage is not Wolverine. No, no, <laughs> damn it. No. No, he is not. No, fuck that. Yeah, what would I mean, you think I like if he... Uh, I like Nicolas Cage. I like Nicolas Cage, but he is not Wolverine. No, what if he was not. Superman, dude? They almost cast him as Superman at one they point. They almost cast him as Superman. Now, I don't know about that one. He would have I long hair. Yeah, they were going to do a Tim... A Tim Burton was going to make a, like mm -hmm. a warped version of him. But I got good news for you guys. According to the multi-universe crap they've been doing with comic books, Nicolas Cage is going to do an appearance as a version of Superman. Really? Yeah, I kid you not. Oh, the what, oh, the what If series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the, about that. The multi-universe yeah. with what's going on with the Flash and breaking the speed barrier and all I that I think DC crap. probably causes something different, but it's the same thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, you know, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'll look at it. I'll take a look. I'll give my honest critique. I don't mind. I just I just hope everything doesn't go fucking woke, man. I'm just so sick of the woke shit. Unfortunately, yeah, I mean, I think the woke's yeah. going to last for a couple more years. I like my heroes just the way they are. Thank you very fucking much. I think it's if just it going to get broke, worse. Don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, damn it. Quit messing That's with why I watch a lot of better. older stuff. Just because, you know, a lot of the new stuff, it's either... It's just reboots or stuff I've already seen before, yeah. but it's just more woke. Yeah. You know, yeah. it gets old. What did we think of Peacemaker? I don't think I saw Peacemaker. I, I didn't think... I haven't watched that. I don't I think liked I liked him in uh, Suicide Squad, but Yeah. Oh, Suicide Squad was actually quite good. You know yeah, when, the new I, when, one, yeah. when Suicide Squad first came out, I thought, man, this is gonna this is gonna bomb like a motherfucker. But you know, Suicide Squad ended up being pretty damn good. I had to watch it like two or three times, but after about the second or third time, it kind of grew on me, and I'm like, eh, it ain't too bad. Well, you know, there's you know? two of them, right? I hate yes. they call them the same thing. It's it's a, it's annoying. Yes. The thing that the thing that I'm distressed about and pissed off about and upset about is Birds of Prey, because Birds of Prey uh was a was was an awesome it was an awesome uh show and it never got any justice and um you know i thought birds of prey really had a good chance and they they brought harley quinn into it the the chick that played harley quinn in suicide squad yeah and they but it it just it it bombed because it went it went woke and it didn't even follow the the premise of the original uh series what was the show? I didn't it was, know it was, show. okay, basically what happened was, I don't know how, how familiar you are with Batman lore, but uh, this is Maybe later on, this is later on down the road. Um, uh, Batgirl got her back broken by Bane, and so mm -hmm. she ended up in a wheelchair. 
and so she's she's now she's no longer bat batwoman or batgirl she's now uh oracle and so she sits at a computer and she has these three uh other girls that are superheroes and they go out and they fight crime and then and then she's like a liaison she's at her computer and she tells them where the crime is taking place and you know information about the criminals and whatnot and then they go and kick ass Excellent fucking TV show. Excellent TV show. Unfortunately, uh, we never got to find out how excellent it was because it only lasted for one damn season, sadly. Uh, but uh, but that's usually how it works. You you know you get a fucking excellent goddamn TV show and they cancel it after the first season. But anyway, uh, so then when they come out with this movie, man, I, you know I'm talking to Warner Brothers. I am literally talking to them. I said, please don't fuck this up. Please follow the TV series. The TV series was awesome. Please don't fuck it up. We won't, Mr. Von Helden. We got this. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. I said, listen, I am a big fan of this TV series. Don't mess it up. Oh, we got this, Mr. Von Helden. It'll be just fine. No, they fucked it up. And, of course, it bombed at the box office. And it was just very heartbreaking to me, very upsetting to me, because it could have really, really went somewhere and and they, and they just fucked it up. They just totally fucked it up. And I'm like, God damn it! But oh well, I don't know. I don't know who the hell's running the running the show over there in DC. But they need to they need to wake up. And I don't mean woke either. I mean awake, not woke. Yeah. Um, well, Marvel's got the shit. same problem. Marvel's starting to get starting to slowly go inch towards that direction too. And well, it's more with the God. comics with Marvel than the the movies. Yeah, but it, it is in the, the comics, movies though yeah. too. Yeah, the comics in Marvel have, you know, I, I was watching, uh, 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 what's that guy on YouTube? Uh, uh, it's got the beard. Quarterling, the Quarterling guy. I was I was watching mm -hmm. one of his videos, and he was talking about, you know, how Marvel's comics is starting to get worse and worse and worse with the woke shit. And, um, and, 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 and it's getting so bad now that even Japanese anime is kicking their ass uh, in the, in the, um, in the, um, uh, ratings and shit. It's like, oh my god, dude! You know, Japanese anime is kicking your ass. That's pretty, pretty sad. So, was an Oracle shot and crippled by the Joker? Yeah, that was one version, but there was another version where her back was broken by Bane. Um, I think the movie did the one with Bane, and the TV series did the one with Joker, if I remember correctly. Um, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. So, I know Batman's. Acting Bane, broke Bane, by Bane. Bane that's a common back, thing, right? Yeah, Bane broke back. Bane, Bane holy shit, I can't. <laughs> that's say. a tongue twister. Bane, yeah, <laughs> Bane broke Batman's back. Holy shit, that's hard to yeah, say. Sally, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, Bane, yeah, Bat, yeah. Batman got hurt, and um, uh, but I, they got the, they got out of that somehow. I don't know how the hell they got out of that one, but they they managed to spin that shit around and get out of that get out of it somehow. I don't know how. But, um, yeah, yeah, cage isn't short. That's right. But, um, yeah, quick, yeah, he's, well, he's a tall, he's a tall, skinny dude, like, like, uh, like, uh, the, the, uh, uh Hugh Jackman. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, no, that's not Wolverine. Wolverine's short and stocky. You know, that's well, I mean, cool. I grew up with the, the Hugh Jackman. I mean, for me, when I think of Wolverine, I think of that. And that's just how, cause he's mm -hmm. been Wolverine for like 20 years. So it's you know, I never read the that, comics and, or anything, and that's that's unfortunate because you need yeah. to watch the X Men cartoons. And I never even watched that real, before my time. Find you need to watch them and find out what Wolverine was really like. 
Wolverine, you know, it's funny because I was the perfect fit for the Wolverine character. And I'm not saying that to be boisterous. I'm saying it because I've already got all this shit down. Okay, Wolverine was into Japanese chicks, Asian chicks, and had a Japanese girlfriend for a long time. Well, hey, that's what I'm into, too. He was short and stocky. He, t- he, he was a weightlifter. That's me also. Um, you know, he, he hates criminals. He hates evil. That's me also. You know, and I was a perfect fit for the damn thing. I really was. And I was very upset that I didn't get the part, but oh well. Knowing my luck, it was some fucking YouTube troll kicked me out of it somehow. It wouldn't That's surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. Not well, Mr. Least. Musk will continue to jump back and forth between uh, movies, television shows, comics, and all that. But you got any more interesting questions? I really, I, I know it's kind of aggravating. I keep putting you on the hot seat. But I watched a few of your videos, and you're obviously a very thought-provoking person. You've sat back. You've really thought about things in this world and people's position. And uh, I was just hoping to hear a little bit more of that. But that's not a problem. Well, that, yeah, that's fine. So, I mean... It's a, you know, I get a lot more responses on Reddit than I do on YouTube. And it's, uh, at least recently, um, I mean, what kind of questions would you like me to ask? Like, well, you've got all, you've got all kinds of different things. I I don't know if you've, um, you've looked into a little bit of my like internet history of how I've done things. I was a former atheist and then I became a Christian and all this. So any type of. Any type of questions that you throw out there, it uh, might be a fascinating discussion. Okay. Well, it, it's funny because you mentioned earlier that you were a annihilationist. And because uh, that is, I, I think I do ask a few people that, um, like in some of these videos, whether they believe in a literal heaven or hell or not. So you believe in hell, but you think it's just basically your soul gets burnt and that's what it is. Well, the soul is obliterated. It's annihilated. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point of it. I'll, I'll give you a couple examples of something. Um, you'll notice uh, that there's nowhere in the passages where it says that your soul is going to be tortured. Can anybody find a verse where it actually uses the word torture in it? You hear atheists make videos all the time, and you've seen a couple of Christians who will say things like that. But can you actually find the word torture in there? No. Another know. thing, too, is they'll say, but wait a minute, it says eternity. But what does it say eternally happens? Eternal destruction. Well, Vaughn, if you were to take a sledgehammer to your computer right now and eternally never repair it or put it back together, then what does that mean? That just means it's destroyed, and you know. Right. It's not coming back. It's not going to be it's not going to be restored. It's not going to be replaced. It's not going to be anything. It's just destroyed. Here's, an, here's a passage for you guys. Have, have you guys ever heard this? Jesus says, don't fear those who can kill the body, but do you remember the last part? Fear those who can destroy your soul and send it to hell. Fear he who can not only destroy the body, but also the soul. Right. That's what he says. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So, yeah, and you got to think of it this way. Let's let's try to use, like, um, if we were to just go with pure common sense. I've never, you okay over there, Vaughn? Yeah, I'm working, working on it. I'm, I'm hanging. Okay, think about this. <clears throat> According to the Bible, God is supposed to put those who disobeyed him out of his 
presence into the outer darkness. Well, how yeah. is that possible if God is omnipresent, Mr. Muss? Think about this. There's only one way that God can put you out of his omnipresence where he can't see you anymore. That's non-existence. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, I reckon. Okay. You know, though, Brett, uh, I, I was I was pointing this out. Um, I just watched a um, that bastion of conservatism, CBS News, and they had a bunch of doctors on there uh, that had resurrected a bunch of people that had been dead for several days, brought them back. And uh, apparently um, we theists were correct. When you die, you are still you. Your, your, your energy still retains its cohesion and you are still you. Uh, these people that had been dead for several days and they brought them back, they were able to tell them their names, their dates, where they live, what they did in the operating room, um, you know, what they have for lunch, for breakfast. They were able to, they had total recall. They were still themselves. They watched everything that took place, knew everyone's name. It was, it was amazing. And, and like I said, this was from CBS News. And they brought in a bunch of doctors and scientists and psychiatrists and stuff. And they were sitting there all talking to these guys about this. But they, they now have the technology to bring you back, even if you've been dead for several days. And um, they were talking to them about it. And they said, oh, yeah, man, uh, you're still you after you die. And, and, and it was just it was amazing, man. It was amazing. And thank the gods I got, I got a copy of it. But it was just amazing. Absolutely amazing stuff. Well, for those yeah, no. out there, there's someone who's trying to argue that there's an eternal uh, pain machine going on with God. Let me give you guys just a couple more examples biblically. Okay, Ezekiel 18.20, it says, the soul who sins shall die. Right. What is the first death, Vaughn? I know you're not Christian, but you know what first death is, right? Yeah, sure. First what death is, is physical, physical right. death. And then the Bible mentions several times the second the death. The second death, right, correct. Yeah. Not the second you get up and get tortured and beat up by Satan for all eternity. No, it's called the second death. The second the first, death, yeah. The first death is the obliteration, annihilation of your physical body. Then do you think God redefined what death means? Well, now? Now, let me let me take a let me take a twist on that because one of my one of my twist uh, up there, buddy, twist it. One well, one of my predecessors is Robert Morning's guy. He's a he's a Native American Indian, and he's one of my mentors. And he said the second death is a death because when you go through the tunnel, you get a mind wipe. You don't remember who the fuck you are or anything. You get a total mind wipe. Okay, you still exist, but you've got a total mind wipe, so you die. You know, the, the you that was you is dead because it no longer, you get what I'm saying? It no longer exists. You no longer remember it. And so it's dead. Now, the problem with that is that we've got a few people that are skipping the tunnel and coming back anyway, and they're having total recall. And it's like, oh, hey, this is interesting. You know, uh, that boy, I don't, did y'all hear about the boy that was a World War II pilot? Did y'all hear about that? Amazing shit. They got this boy. And this boy kept saying, I'm a World War II uh, fighter pilot. And so they, they, they took him up on the challenge. They said, okay, we'll take you to the VFW hall and we'll see if you really are a World War II pilot. Okay, so they took him to the VFW hall. He was able to tell everybody's name. 
He was able to tell their wife's name. He was able to tell where they lived. He was able to tell what, what military unit they were from. He was able to tell them what plane they flew. He had complete and total recall. And they're like, oh, my God, this guy's the real deal. This boy is, is really is a World War II fighter pilot. Now, wait a minute. Is this a, a regeneration of cells and somehow the memory remains, or is this reincarnation we're going on? I, I don't know if it's reincarnation or if, or if he went through the tunnel uh, or skipped going through the tunnel and um and uh and and uh i don't know i just it's i don't know but uh but fascinating read man fascinating read but yeah he was able to tell him everything i don't Absolutely. know what my screen looks like from you guys's perspective because of my big old interface i got going on here right, but whenever right. i put up comments or i post people's stuff is it seen clearly yeah, yeah. i think you posted something a bible yeah. quote yeah you've got a yeah. bible quote up there yeah you see, it says destroy both soul and body in hell. Right, right. I see it. In hell, yep. Mm -hmm. okay. So if there's any Christians out there, because I've had some people get pissed at me. They're like, right, you don't bleed the right way. I don't like you anymore. So that's terrible. If anyone has issue with what I'm saying, feel free to come in and correct me if you think that I'm wrong. I'm more than willing to listen, folks. That's I have very to interesting. every single time. Every single you get time. what I'm saying? The, the, the second death could be just the fact that your mind is wiped and you don't remember your past life. And so therefore it's technically dead. You get what I'm saying? Oh, Vaughn, there is one other thing. And also Mr. Moss, one of the things that the folks out there who endorse the idea of Dante's Inferno, where basically you get the uh, hate existence for the rest of eternity. The right. thing with annihilationism, there's one single problem uh, when having a discussion about it. Annihilationism doesn't define the time it takes for your soul to be completely annihilated. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say, oh, yeah, in 50 years. I was years, just going to ask that. Yeah, so there is no, as far as I'm concerned, it could take 10,000 years to obliterate a person's soul. Right. Or it could take five minutes. I don't know. But the point is, is that some point in time the soul is gone and it will be eternally destroyed, which right. the Bible uses those terms. Yes. So Hitler could still suffer in your uh, worldview and then just be annihilated. Oh, yeah. yeah, it could be that he's sitting there for 200 million years. I, I don't know. There's no like a time to it. I don't know how long it takes for a soul to be obliterated. Right. Okay. Well, it's energy. So, I mean, you know, if you disperse that energy, that's the end of it. It all goes back to the source at that point. So, I mean... But yeah. if you also think about this too, Vaughn and um, Mr. Muss, if we were to go along with Dante's Inferno concept of hell, don't you think that after enough suffering, especially because most of the pain would be mental, right? Because you don't have a right. physical body, therefore right. you don't have nervous system. So right. all of it would be emotional, mental trauma. How mm -hmm. much can the mind take before you break and you're no longer well, who you were anyway? Well, that's that's the thing, you know. Everybody says, "Oh, well, we gotta have we gotta have the uh, burning pit." And I said, "Well, no, wait a minute. <clears throat> you got uh, what's called outer darkness, okay? Where you can uh, where you can be cast you can be cast into outer darkness." And uh, you know, according to what I've read, anyway. See, I took psychological warfare in both the army and in government. And, My uh, brother Von Helton has done it all, Mister Muss. He was once a shark handler. He used to jump out of airplanes and get them. Go ahead. 
I, I, I have absolutely no reason to jump out of a perfectly acceptable aircraft. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I, I, you know, I have, um, you know, I, I did psychological warfare training. And, you know, when you think about you're in total darkness, there is no light, none, zero. There is no sound except the sound in your own mind. Because if you speak, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to reverberate back on anything. So you're not going to get any kind of resonance from it. So it's, you know, what happens if you're in that kind of an environment? According to at least some people, uh, if you're in that kind of an environment for any length of time, you will slowly go insane because there's literally no input. There, your brain, your brain has to have some kind of modicum of input. And and there's none. There's literally none. You're in pitch black, total darkness with no light, no sound, no nothing. And and eventually the brain just loses its shit and you go you go crazy. You go batshit insane. And uh, that's just the way it goes. Um, you know, so do we really need a flaming pit of fire? No, no. All you got to do is just toss them in outer darkness and outer darkness will do the rest. It'll do it mm. for you. You don't have you don't that's need a flaming pit. Yeah, you don't need a flaming pit. Not at all. Don't need a flaming pit. You got to just cast them into outer darkness, man. It'll do the trick. It'll take a while, but it'll do the trick. It'll take care of it for you. Don't worry. You don't. You don't need the flames. I mean, my even idea a few days that, of that. My my huh? Even a few days of that would make people. Oh yeah, even a few days of that would just be imagine just be years. Yeah, it would be excruciating, no doubt about it. But see, here's the thing about the flaming pit. My understanding of the flaming pit is that it's kind of it's kind of an embellishment by good old King James. Because my understanding is that um, they got the idea uh, from where they used to burn bodies outside the walls of Jerusalem that were diseased. Okay, if you had a disease of some kind. Uh, you would wrap a you would wrap a, a a cloth around your mouth and nose, and then you carry the diseased body outside, throw it on a pit, and then light it, and then that would kill the disease. And um, that's how they used to handle that shit. And I, and a lot of people believe that that's where they got the the fiery uh, the fiery pits of hell from. It's from where they used to burn these bodies outside the the walls mm. of Jerusalem. Uh, which that may be, may not be. I'm not really sure. I wasn't there, but it makes sense to me. It sounds sounds plausible. So sounds plausible to me. Yeah, I, you know, it's an interesting uh, conversation, honestly, because mm-hmm. uh, you know you hear from different perspectives and stuff, and a lot of people that just want to, if they don't agree with it, they just want to shut it down immediately. Right. right. Yeah, that unfortunately is a big problem in social media. You bring something up and people, I don't know what it is. They get nervous. They get anxious or something. They feel like God's going to hit them with a lightning bolt for questioning things. (laughs) Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, not all these preachers are telling you right. God wants you to seek. He wants you to ask and you shall receive. He wants you to not shall open. He wants you to build a relationship with him. And a relationship doesn't mean that you sit there with your hands over your mouth the whole time while the other person's talking. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, uh, so let me ask you some questions. Uh, you were t- asking me okay. what kind of denomination or, you know, what kind of mess you got yourself into, Brett? What kind of mess? <laughs> you <got your> mess? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, oh, so you're asking my denomination? Yeah, what is your theological position and political disposition? <laughs> well, I, I used to be Baptist. Uh, currently, I'm non-denominational, and I'm looking for a, a new denomination currently. Uh, and I would identify as a conservative, for sure. All right. Fair enough. Is there any, uh, I myself am considered very, uh, uh, conservative, but I also, there are some things that liberals say that kind of make sense to me, but sure. Uh, okay. how are you on that? Um, I mean, I'm pretty mainline conservative. I mean, you know, like, so what, what things would you, uh, agree with liberals on? Yeah. Well, I I like a lot of I I notice that um I get the the sense and the idea of putting a lot of investment in the military and all this, but I would like us to start using a lot more money to actually uh, do more programs that help people and actually support people. These kind of things. And so, I mean, we're good at killing people. We've done it great for the last hundred years. But I think that we should focus on more social programs and things to help out the poor. <laughs> Well, we conservatives uh, should have never dropped that ball. Uh, we should have we should have held on to that. We should have held on to all the topics actually, and never and never acquiesced anything to the left at all. Um, and it's and it's a trav it's a travesty because now we've got all these environmentalists and 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 eco terrorists and all this stupid shit, and uh, that it's yeah. a result of us dropping the ball. And we should have never dropped the ball. We should have never acquiesced. And allowed the left to take over that that particular uh, uh, scenario. Yeah, if we you give an be... inch, they take a mile. Exactly, sure. exactly. And we should have we should have been at the forefront of preserving the rainforest and uh, and 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 getting on the technology uh, train ride. No pun intended. Uh, I myself have been screaming for modern day maglev trains for this country for years and years and years, and I've got the receipts to prove that. Um, I would, you know, it's, it's funny since we're on the subject, I, I, I picked up a newspaper, a regular newspaper, ironically, and I saw a headline, Obama approves maglev train. I'm like, holy shit, Obama's actually going to help the United States. I mean, I was, I was ready to lose my mind. I was ready to commit myself. I said, oh my God, here we got a Muslim that's going to actually help the United States. Amazing. And so, but I kept on reading. And if you get down below the fold, what you find is that, oh, well, he's, he's just giving a new maglev train to Walt Disney World. I'm like, God damn it. You know, I've been screaming about trains. Folks, our diesel train engines are 50 fucking years old. They need replaced. We're using 50-year-old fucking technology in our railroad system. We've got to upgrade. France has got maglevs. Germany's got maglevs. Japan, China, every motherfucking swinging Richard on the planet has got modern-day rail systems, and we're still using 50-year-old diesels, man. Come on. Fuck yeah. this shit. We need to modernize our railroad system bad, badly. One thing I, I liked about what Trump was talking about, I, I like the whole Space Force thing. I yeah, really yeah. believe that humanity, whether you're liberal, Democrat, conservative, moderate, whatever the deal is, independent, we need to get our ass out in space. We need to start exploring for other resources and planets. We're tearing this planet up. 
I do not believe that we have the power or the ability to be able to save this planet from any kind of cataclysm coming or from our own destructive practices. Mm -hmm. We need to get out. We need to colonize or one day some big ass rocks going to come flying and our little bitty ass China plates that we got floating around in space ain't going to stop it. So if we want to live, we need to get out. But of course, I'm not sure. I talked to some Christians about this and they go, Brett, where's it say in the Bible we ever get to go to a different world? So basically the point is we're most likely too stupid to get off our ass to make this happen anyway. There will not be a Star Trek future, folks. It's most likely going to be Fallout 5. Well, yeah, it'll be Fallout 5. Yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Fallout 5. And um, and 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 I can I can tell you, I mean, you know, I was in fact, I, it's it's ironic we bring this topic up because I just watched a video today uh, where NASA admits we've never left, never left low Earth orbit ever, never. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What about what about all those supposed visits to the moon? And to, according to NASA, we never we never left to low Earth orbit. We're just now. Coming out with technology that'll let us leave low Earth orbit. Well, now, wait a minute. The moon is way the fuck out there, and it's definitely not in low Earth orbit. So, you know, that that makes me scratch my head a minute. And it's like, okay, what the hell? Um, You know, because NASA's claiming, oh, well, we never left low Earth orbit. But yet the moon's way the fuck out there, yeah, and it's you, way beyond you've there. You've had an issue with this for a while, though, Vaughn. I don't, I don't know if you still have some of the older beliefs you have, but didn't you believe for a while there that one, the Earth is flat, and you believe yeah. that there was an orb covering the Earth where we yeah. couldn't get out anyway, like a right. physical barrier from right. it? Is that right. still your view that we can't get out even if we wanted to? Well, I'm, I've always, I, well, now, as far as the dome thing, I've always, you know, kind of been up in the air about the dome thing. But as far as it being a flat, a flat, uh, infinite plane that, that, that goes in all directions, I've always believed that and always will. Now, why? So do because I. Now, the reason why is because, okay, let, let's, let's take them one at a time. You got the seven levels of heaven, uh, Valhalla, summer fields, heaven, whatever you wish to call it. Infinite flat plane in all directions. Okay, you go read the description of heaven. What is it? It's an infinite flat plane that stretches in all directions, and it's got the river of life flowing down in it, and it, and the river of life leads to the throne of God. Okay, infinite flat plane though. Okay, all the all the seven levels of heaven, infinite flat plane. All the seven levels of hell, infinite flat plane. You got outer darkness, which is an infinite flat plane. You got the plane of oblivion, for fuck's sake. I mean, the word plane is in the damn name. Okay, it's an infinite flat plane. But then somehow, when you get to Earth, it's a globe. Really? No. As above, so below. Okay, all these motherfuckers are planes, and Earth is a plane too. It's an infinite flat plane stretching in all directions, and it has more than one Petri dish. We're just one Petri dish out of many that are on this infinite flat plane. But, um, you know, we think our little Petri dish is special, which that's fine. But... um, but yeah, it's it's an infinite flat plane. Everything everything's an infinite flat plane. But yeah, I mean, plane of oblivion. I mean, it, it the word plane's right in the name of the damn thing. You know, they're, they're all infinite flat planes stretching in all directions. And um, you know, it's it's somewhere we well we listened to this Greek guy who was mad at the gods and decided he was going to call it a globe and he was going to insist that that globe rotated around the sun and instead of the Earth being the center of the universe and being uh, being the center of, of God's attention, 
uh no we're just gonna we're just gonna say that uh, it rotates around the sun and does it all by itself too doesn't need god what an interesting what an interesting yeah. situation we don't need god you know it just rotates around the sun all by itself and you know and um you know the, the big bang happened without god and then you know just right on down the line boom 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 started by this greek and and you know why did he do this he did this because he was pissed off at the gods of his day the religion of his day you know everything everything at, at, in his day said that the earth was the center of the universe that uh that it was an immovable object uh that's in your scriptures by the way it's it states right in the script all your ancient documents all of them say that the earth is fixed and immovable okay well there goes the there goes the solar uh the the um the uh, uh, globe thing right out the window, right? It goes right out the window at that point because the whole premise of the whole premise of the globe is that it not only spins on its axis, but it also rotates around the sun. And now, and now the now NASA is saying that the entire solar system is careening through space at billions and billions of miles an hour. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, you done it that time. You stepped in it now because that's that got me. I'm done. You know, I'm willing to. I'm. I was willing to to uh, entertain the idea of it rotating on an axis. I was willing to entertain that it rotated around the sun. But now we're going to say that the entire damn solar system is careening through space at billions of miles an hour. Yeah, fuck this noise. I'm done with that shit. And what I, were you saying? We haven't been outside of a low Earth orbit. That's what NASA. So how do they claiming. even know? NASA's claiming because they because because they, they made they it made up this stuff. Somebody's pinging me, um, but yeah, that's the we, NASA's NASA themselves is making that claim. They're saying, yeah, we know. Yeah, they admit all the up. pictures of space are fake too. Have you seen? They're them? fake. It's, yeah, it's all fake. All Photoshop. Everything, everything's fake. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, everything's everything's totally fake. Well, they admit it's photoshopped. Yeah, they admit that it's photoshopped, and I I keep telling people, I said, man, that that's not really Earth. I mean, you know, and they've got like twenty different versions of the Earth. I was looking at them mm -hmm. the other day. It was it was it was. It was uh, kind of humorous, actually, <laughs> but uh, well, uh, but yeah, man, uh, yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's just insane, really insane. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's crazy. They they admit this stuff, and then they, you know, and people repeat it and they get mad. Yeah, well, so you're they, spreading you know, disinformation. It's like you're saying this. You're the one saying yeah, this. Yeah, even though NASA themselves admit it. Yeah, it's it you really repeat what they it. say and they try to shut you down. Yeah, well, of course, controlled opposition, man. You know, controlled opposition. Yeah, yeah. they don't want they don't want us knowing the truth. They don't want us knowing the truth and the truth. But you know, like the like the old saying says, the truth will out. And it will out. The truth will come out, so. in other words. The truth will come out, in other words. And it will. And it just, we just got The thing of it is, you know, for me, uh, you know, I, I keep asking the gods. I said, you know, when when's this shit going to go down, man? I am I have been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. They're like, be patient. And I'm like, I'm being patient. But damn, man, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a mortal, right? I'm just an ordinary guy, you know? I'm a finite, uh, finite entity here. You know, let's 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 get the thing going down the road here, man. But uh, but they, you know, every time I approach the gods about it, they said, "Just be patient. We got this. It'll be okay. Everything's going to be fine." So, you know, I'm trusting in them. I'm trusting that they know what they're doing because. 
they they say they do. So that's I'm all you can do. Know. That's all you can do. Yeah, you just I I I told him I said, listen, you know, I, you know, it, this is hard for me to admit because us guys we try to put on a strong front. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I admit it. I busted out balling over my country, man, because my country was going to shit, and I'm, I'm, I literally started crying. I said, "Man, you know, yeah, we, nobody, nobody, this, my country's going to hell, man. Nobody's trying to, you know." And the, and the gods are like, "Hey, wait a minute, we got this, okay? Stop crying. We're gonna handle it." And I said, "Yeah, you're gonna handle it, all right. You're gonna send the great destroyer." Like you do every 36,000 years, and he's going to fucking wipe out humanity, and it's going to start all over again. They said, no, we've heard what you said. We've heard what you said about these 300 leaf families. We've heard that, you know, where you said that they're, they're just, you know, they're, they're evil, and they are, and that they've been controlling mankind all the way back to biblical days, and they have. And this time, the destroyer is not coming for everyone. This time, the destroyer is coming for these elite families and not for all of humanity. You're going to get a second chance. And this time, don't screw it up. <laughs> so, you know, but, uh, but yeah, they, they're like, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to destroy all mankind this time. We're only going to go after the elites. And so it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the Rothschilds uh, get put in orange jumpsuits. I, I can't wait to see George Soros in an, in an orange jumpsuit. I can't wait to see Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci and Klaus Schwab in an orange jumpsuit. That would be fucking awesome. Uh, but I, I'm ready yeah, for these I hope cats. it happens. You know, now, David Rockefeller's already dead, uh, so we ain't going to see him in an orange jumpsuit. But, you know, there's still some Rothschilds hanging around. I mean, most of these guys are just going to... They're gonna die before the justice is. They'll probably die. well. They shame. might. They might even take a cyanide pill. You know. They, yeah. They, they, Absolutely. They might even, All they right. Might I am back. I am back. You got any mm-hmm. more questions, Mister Muss? Uh, let's see. Let's check out. I got a list here. Uh, so what do you guys think about Martin Luther? Maybe we could talk about that. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, the uh, Protestant reformer or the uh, the mm-hmm. founder of Lutheranism, that one. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know if you ever watched any of my uh, old channel or whatever, but I actually uh, used to do church phone calls and I'd have discussions. And I got to say, Lutherans are probably some of the most laid back people I've ever talked to. And they don't seem to be frightened or get like uh, freaked out when you ask uh, unusual or challenging questions. Mm-hmm. So as far as that, good. I don't know. I, I don't see a... Um, like a real big problem with any of them or anything like that. A Lutheran, the Lutheran guy you mentioned now, don't know him personally. Maybe he was a fine <laughs> lad. I don't know. Let's see. It looks like John's here. Hopefully this is John. John, can you do me a favor so I can make sure to say in a sock account, can you give me the middle finger so I know it's you? <laughs> All right. That's our, that's our signal. That's how I know. <laughs> that's our signal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know this guy. Whip it, whip it out and give me penis helicopters. That's oh, what that is. Penis, oh, no helicopters. penis helicopters today. <laughs> what would Jesus say? Oh, How you goodness. doing, big boy? What's going on, Papa Bear? Uh, I'm just chilling. You guys been enjoying the shorts I've been putting up? Yeah, a little bit. I really yeah. like the one that uh, don't yeah, wake awesome. sleeping bear. That was pretty funny. Which one? Yeah. The one where you, your wife wakes you up 
and, and you and you scared the shit out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, my daughter and uh, wife. <laughs> my daughter's like, Daddy, oh. looks like he's asleep. <laughs> oh, it was okay. It was a daughter. Oh, okay, okay. Daughter they, and wife. Daughter oh, and they're, wife. Pretty, they're pretty good. The shorts, it, it, you know, it brings out the, uh, another side of you that people don't really see. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing some more. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I can go about uh, getting this restream. I'm wanting to do like the basic package of it, John. I like this. I like the way this works. I love how the comments show up on the right side and everything. What do you think of it? Yeah, it's not too bad. You know, yeah, it's pretty good the way the system you got it going, man. Good. It's good. Just, just remember, we can't talk about Russia. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Well, they shut us down. Yeah. See the see the restream on the right hand side, how it's blue and yellow? Yeah, that's not that's not oh, by yeah, accident. I saw that. Yeah, I that's that not by bright. accident. Yeah. I got an email. I got an email from the CEO of Restream and uh you know they're they're all in with Ukraine. Oh so. come on. Why do you do that to me, Vaughn? What? Well, you, you like to come into the room and you say, I'm not going to talk about these things because these get me banned. Oh, and this is what I'm not going to talk about. And then you proceed to talk about it. Well, you I just tell them how hard you on not to do that. Vaughn does it on my streams, too. I'm just telling I wasn't saying anything specific. I was just telling the guy what why it's blue and yellow up there. I mean, well, if anybody's curious, I understand that some people are all for the Ukraine and some people have the Russia thing. The way I feel about it is I don't want any innocent <laughs> people, whether you're from Russia or the Ukraine, to die. I wish you guys would just work out your differences and you know, let's do the whole adult thing for a while if possible. That's what I'd like to see if anybody's curious. Well, I'll do you a favor and I won't talk about it. Just, you know, playing it safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's the best thing to do. That's the best way to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, they will, any little thing, you say the wrong thing. And oh, know. believe me, I've been banned from YouTube and, and I've been banned. You have. From, yeah. Oh, yeah. Several times. Banned who, from YouTube. Who you think gets more hated on YouTube, Brad? Yourself, Brad, or Vaughn? Who you think gets it worse? Well, I thought that me and Vaughn were head to head on that for a while. I really did for the last couple of years and stuff. I was waiting for my trophy to come in the mail and Vaughn to get his. <laughs> but then I, I uh, started looking at uh, some of the haters that Kent Hovind has. And Kent Hovind's on a different level than us, Vaughn. I thought that we were doing pretty good at getting that hate. But right, he's, right. he's getting some animosity. Woof. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, when you when you look at at loss, actual loss, though, I mean, I think I I think I fit the bill because I've lost my my wife, my children, my marriage, oh. my mother. I've lost my inheritance money. I've lost, um, you know, my boys' money. My well, Vaughn, Vaughn, money. I know that you and I, we've been through a mess in life. Uh, life has not yeah. been nice to us for sure. Yeah. But Kent hasn't exactly had a nice uh, upstream going on for him either. But I right. do not care to get into his, his deal. But trust right. me. He's yeah. had some pretty hardcore issues himself. And I uh, feel for the guy. I feel for you, yeah. Vaughn. But yeah, yeah he's, he's not exactly sitting over there eating ice cream and cake himself. Right, right. Yeah, so you know who Ken, like you met him? 
I haven't met him like in real life. He's invited me repeatedly. He's told me that he'll even pay for me to get down there, but I've got a condition called agoraphobia, which I've been working very hard at. And uh, hopefully one day I'll get to. Unfortunately, he's like 70 years old. By the time my brain gets over whatever psychological problems it has, he'll probably be passed away by then. So you've been getting along with Kent and Brett? You're like buddies? You're doing good? I like Kent a lot. I talk to him on the phone from time to time. He's really, really cool. Um, He seems to be busy quite a bit, though. You know, you call him. He's like, I got a business thing coming up. So what's up there, Brett? He's cool. Um, however, have you, might, have you ever thought about going to Dino Land? I thought, yeah, yeah. He actually asked me to come down there. I would have been one of those, one of the idiots that gets on camera and, you know, tries to pretend I know something. So that would have been interesting, but I couldn't do it because of the agoraphobia. Where, where exactly oh, is Dino Land located? What, where is that at? It's like in Lenox, Alabama or something. So it's a bit of a ways from Missouri okay. where I'm at. Now, However, uh, might get to hold on a second. Let me put the we got somebody that wants to come in. I got to warn you, Mr. Musk. Sometimes we get people who just come in and scream the n word or say they want to rape my face. It's, yep. I, I don't know if it's I've had experience with that too. So if, 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 we this, if we get a wild animal in here, we bend them over, Brett. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me see if I can get this guy on camera uh, here. Let's see what we got. Oh, no. Uh, Mr. Solar, I remember you tra- trying to traumatize my buddy Von Helton and everything. You're kind of a jackass. I don't think so, sir. No, he's okay. Let him in. I don't, I don't know, man. He uh, Last time I talked to him, he suggested I was on meth or something. My goodness. I could, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he said, uh, yeah, I, I told him I, I, whenever I was in a room with John and Vaughn, I said something to the effect of, man, I'm really hyper today. And it's because my daughter put like double scoops of sugar in my coffee. So I was like speaking 100 miles per hour. And he goes, what's going on, bro? You're on the meth again. So, yeah, I don't need that shit in my life. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, that's one of the things, Vaughn. That's one of the things some of the non believers have spread rumors about. And I've said it and I'll say it again. Even if I wanted to be a drug addict, which I hate drugs, I couldn't afford it. I'm too poor for that. People who complain about their Coke addictions, I'm like, what are you complaining about? If you can afford that, you must be doing pretty damn good for yourself. You know what I mean? I guess that joke went right over everybody's head. No, no I got it. It's just they find money different ways. That's that's the issue. But yeah, if somebody's calling you a meth addict, it's like yeah, that's there's no point engaging with them. That. I didn't know he did that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he also started some trouble with you, Vaughn, as well. But I guess you didn't seem to notice that. I mean, the guy didn't even know he comes in the room. He starts talking about, oh, so are you paying your child support, Vaughn? Didn't that seem a little like trying to get you going? Yeah, that did seem a little harsh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What the hell does he care? What's his business, you know? Well, that's true. I don't remember yeah. him mentioning that, but maybe he did. I'd have to watch the video again. Yeah. Let me see if I can make it to where you guys uh Oh, I'm still learning how to work this thing. I had plans, John. I was going to run this through OBS, and um, oh yeah, I had all I had spent two days putting all kinds of pretty stuff all over the screen to aggravate people with, and then the damn thing wouldn't even start. 
It wouldn't stream. The OPS uh, is is a is is nice program, but it's very complicated to get going. But it's once you get it going, finicky it's too. Good. Very finicky too. Yeah, it's, it's finicky. It's glitchy. Yeah. Yeah, I started the stream. It said it was streaming, but Vaughn's over here going, I'm sorry, I don't see nothing. I'm like, are you serious? You know, and then 10 minutes go by, I had to go and completely set it up through this interface. Yeah, horrible. it just, yeah, it's, I'm, I was watching YouTube and it wasn't doing shit, man. It was just sitting there. It's like, uh-oh. Oh, well. Oh, well. Mm. Well, anyway, I'm going to get going. I'm going to go watch a movie with the wife. So I hope you guys have a great night and uh, be well. All right. God bless. All right. See you later, John. Well, is that why you were running yep. the, the yep. test? Yep. And it is 10 o'clock. So I'm going to, I'm going to X and A as well. So it's 10 o'clock for you? For 10 of me? For me, it is. Yeah. It's 10 o'clock. 10 04, actually. Oh. So, yeah. Oof. That's rough. Well, sweet dreams, man. Sweet dreams. Well, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Brett Keane, uh, I hope it's okay if I leave too. I feel bad kind of leaving you by yourself, but uh, I, I do got to get going. It is, I mean, it's getting late for me too. Well, this has been going on for two hours. So if other people don't show up and everything, I'm just going to click out of this. It's my own mistake. Everybody clicked reminder on a video that never appeared because OBS didn't work. I'm going to try to do things Wednesdays and Fridays. I might just randomly open something up during the week, give people an opportunity to get in, though. I could definitely show up on Fridays. Not a problem. All right. <laughs> you sure you ain't got any more questions before you go? Uh, well, maybe we could talk about one more thing before we leave. Okay. And uh, then after you talk about your one thing, we discussed it a little bit. I want you to plug your YouTube channel. That way you can get some of my haters distracted for a little bit. <laughs> well, I got mostly uh, people who don't like me watching anyway. So if there's <laughs> uh, one person who likes me watching, that's, you know, that's something. Uh, let's see here. Why do you think that, uh, just uh, ask, uh, why Why is it people giving you trouble? The only thing you're doing at this point really is just making videos where you're asking questions about people's views. Well, I get a lot of people saying that my questions are loaded and um, that, I don't, for me, it doesn't make sense. It's like a question is just a question. It's like, I don't know why, I don't understand myself either i get a lot of people don't like my questions and it's like okay you know you i say in the video you can pass on them if you you don't like them but me personally me personally i don't mind if questions are loaded or if there's a paradigm or dichotomy to it i like it when people challenge me with something i may not have thought about I don't know. It's just the way I am. I like to be able to grow and be able to learn from things. I, I don't go to watch videos just so I can hear somebody say what I already think. You know, sometimes I like to hear something new, but go ahead. Yeah, I feel like it. I don't know. It's like people almost come to just disagree. They just it's it's really strange. Like it, sometimes they argue with me and they argue a position that that I actually agree with. And I tell my I agree and they just, you know, they can't accept it. It's, I mean, people are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, I got a lot of questions. I really should do a, I really should do a hundred questions for uh, non-denominational people. It, it's funny because we actually, we've talked a lot about, about a lot of these, um, like during this discussion. So, 
Well, while you're thinking of something to discuss with me, I'll tell you what I'll do for you. Um, I was really hoping, because you said that you were going to come in, I was hoping that you were going to come in and have some questions. And while I'm trying to respond and have a discussion with you, an open discussion, I also thought it would help plug your channel. But since you don't really like have a whole bunch set up for me, I got a better idea. Why don't okay. you make a video specifically to me, a questions and challenge, call it challenge if you like, and put question challenge to Brett Keen. Ask as many as you want, and I'll make a video responding to you, and I'll promote your YouTube channel. Because I like what that you're doing. Cool. And if you're telling me you only got one guy, and that's probably me sitting there telling, rooting for the you. The only know. person, I, I think. I've got you and one other person who's giving me a positive comment. So if I make a video directly to you promoting your link, I got to warn you right now, you're going to get some people who love you. People are going to find your stuff interesting and sub to you probably, but you're also going to get a massive amount of haters. I'm like Mac and cheese. Okay. I got TV people and Mackie people. So there you go. All I've right, gotten well, a lot of hate. I've got response videos from people who disagree with me. So it's not an issue. I've been through it. Well, let's send some good people to you. What were you wanting to discuss? Uh, let's see. Okay, so uh, so what do you think about baptism in general? You think it's okay to baptize babies? Maybe I'll make that my question because that's actually it's it's interesting. That's a big divide with a lot of these denominations, whether it's okay to baptize babies or not. I'm surprised you don't ask the question of uh, why is it that uh, people baptize dead people. Did you know there's some... Uh, What's uh, up, Mormons, right? Yeah, Mormons, they believe they can do that. As far as babies go or dead people, I kind of find it the same deal, right? The babies, they don't have... Uh, I think you're supposed to confess with your mouth, according to the Bible, right? You're supposed mm -hmm. to have the intention and desire to be able to accept Jesus Christ and what he's done and acknowledge the things he's done as well as the Holy Spirit. Now, I know that there's some people have this weird idea that babies somehow have a closer relationship with God and Google Gaga is actually the language between <laughs> baby and God or angels or something. Who yeah. knows? Maybe that's true. <laughs> but as far as we know, babies are incoherent. They don't make sense to themselves or anybody else. So I think they're supposed to be conscious and sentient to the point where they can acknowledge what God's done for them and accept as gifts. And a baby can't do that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, yeah, it's it's interesting. A lot of, uh, I mean, like the Catholic Church will baptize all their babies, so it's like that's a thing that spreads out with a lot of these other denominations where they, you know, to me it doesn't make sense. But, um, okay. So what about, um, you know what? Actually, I'll leave it there because I said I was going to ask one question, so I'll, I'll leave. That. You can ask as many as you want. It's it's you that's uh, saying I gotta go. You know I gotta <laughs> save the world or something. Well, I'll say this though. Uh, so I, I'll do a, I'll do a hundred questions to uh, to Godview Radio. I I think yeah that could be interesting. Um, would you recommend any videos that I could like watch to get an idea of what you believe so the the questions are relevant? 
Well, if you check the description, you'll be able to uh, do that. If you okay. don't feel like you've learned enough about me, because I've been making a lot of goofy videos lately, I've got quite a few serious. You may want to listen to the radio station to really get an idea, because it's all categorized and organized if you've got Spotify or Amazon Music. But if you don't know something, simply ask. Just say, uh, Brett, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, what do you think about this? Like what you just did with the baby baptism. And by the way, in case I ain't said it for the hundredth time, folks, if I'm wrong about babies on the baptism thing, feel free to correct me. Let me know why I'm wrong or if I'm on to something. But it seems to me that you have to have uh, you have to be able to acknowledge and be sentient, conscious to be able to accept Christ, right? I agree. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I could come up with the, uh, you know, I yeah, I should have had some more questions ready beforehand. I'll admit that, but uh, no, that's cool, man. I could make a video towards you. I I think that actually I was thinking about doing that, but since you uh you recommend it, I think that'd be a really good idea. Yeah, if you do a video that says three hundred questions of Brett Keen, I'll put that in the in the damn title too. People will think, oh wow, Brett's gonna answer three hundred questions. They're gonna think that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, people give me a lot of they they tell me to reduce my questions like you know, do twenty or ten or five. It's like it's like that's not the point. You know, it's people you know give a, a lot of advice from people who just don't understand what I'm trying to do. And it's I, I tried to take it in, but it's just you know, you like to know what other people think and you like to hear the logic and rationality behind it. It's not so much you're trying to trip people up. You just like mm -hmm. to know how people work and how they tick, right? Exactly. And I don't argue with people in the comments. I mean, some of these videos, I got people answering all 100 and I don't sit there and bait each point that I disagree with. I just say, thank you. I'll read, I'll read all their answers. And if they ask a question, question i'll answer it but i don't you know i don't debate their answers mm. i just want to know what they what they think about things yeah the social media causes a lot of ego and pride issues people are concerned that if they say something wrong on video or in comments or twitter or something next day they're going to see themselves all over the place look at what the dummy said <laughs> you know me i don't give a damn i'm like give me my mac and cheese and get the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> well you've been here for you said since 2006, right? Yeah, and I kind of, when I came to YouTube, I felt as though this wasn't just a place that I'm going to just post videos and throw my crap out there. I was accustomed to using chat rooms, so I kind of use YouTube like a chat room where people are discussing ideas and thoughts and sharing, you know, concepts. And that's how I've always treated it. I like it that way. Yeah, it's... You know, it's amazing. I, I really wish I would have gotten more support for my videos, but, uh, but you know, it, it, it's fine. I, I think, you know, you, for me, I put ideas out there. People disagree. I don't, uh, I don't censor anybody. I don't, don't block anybody. I let them say what they want to say. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll come at them. It's, I'll disagree. It's, uh, yeah, but it, I mean, I've got one guy, I think, before you who actually, supported me and he was an atheist and it's kind of like okay you know at least it's something but uh no openly christian uh christian people have supported me it's it's kind of upsetting but 
You well, know. unfortunately, in social media, a lot of there's one thing I've noticed, and I've said this in video. It's kind of lonely in social media whenever it comes to Christian community. Um, a lot of Christians are set where they're spending all their time editing videos and thinking about what they're going to do next, or they're thinking about sermons and all this. And it's sad. You would think it's called the internet where we make connections, but people seem more disconnected. So if you don't feel like a lot of things are happening, let me make a video answering your questions. And also I give you full public permission right now that if you hear anything that you find unusual in my responses and answers, then make videos coming right back at me and say, but wait, Brett, this is kind of weird. Why do you have this idea if this says this? Feel free to do refutes and debunks or question me on questions I've answered. I I totally give you permission for that, and I won't get mad. Okay, thank you. Unless you question what color my underwear is, then I'll be really <laughs> Yeah. Nothing like that. It's... <laughs> Yeah, we can disagree and still be respectful for sure. It's uh, yeah, but I, I'll make sure to do that. I mean, I, the thing is, a lot. My next, uh, I think, four videos are going to be, um, towards religious denominations. So it might be a while. Somebody gave me the advice to space out my content. You know, don't just upload any short bursts and then just quit for months. So I'm trying to like space it out a little bit more. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to like uh, be pushy or anything like this, but try to think of this. If you make the video asking me all these questions, then there's going to be a ton of people who will be there when you put these next four videos out you're talking about. Okay. So think about that. Do you want those videos to actually be seen soon or later? <laughs> That's a good right? point. Right. All right. Do you, uh, if you have anything else, let me know. If not, I guess we'll shut this down because it doesn't look like anybody's tripping over getting in here anytime soon for some oddball reason. Yeah. Well, uh, I do have to head out. Uh, but thank you for having me, thank you for inviting me. Um, it was interesting. We talked about a lot of things, and uh, I'm glad I came. Honestly. Oh, well, I'm glad to have you. You've got a good YouTube channel, and I'm looking forward to uh, having some back and forth with you. God bless you, man. God bless you, too. Goodbye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that you uh, check out the website. Make sure that you uh, continue to remain on the channel because I'm going to start doing more shows. I also got a friend who's going to be hosting shows. We're going to try to do things all throughout the week. Some of it will be random. Some of it will be scheduled. The scheduled stuff will always be on the front of the channel where it'll say uh, things like uh, up, you know, live show coming, all this kind of stuff. It'll, it'll let you know when we're going to be doing things. So... Oh, let's see. It looks like we got somebody who uh, a person says, I made it late. Sorry. It's okay. It's all right. So, folks, there will always be a public link out. I will always put a link out for anybody and everybody. If you don't have a webcam, that's fine. If you use an avatar like a picture, that's cool. You could just as long as you have a microphone, you'll be able to come in and chat. And if you're shy, and I can't, you know, antagonize you enough to get you into the room, then your text will be on the screen. You can ask me anything you like. There was someone earlier, I'm going to respond to your question. 
you said, Brett, can you do a reaction video to the new Batman movie and some scenes that were deleted? I have watched the trailer. I have not watched the movie. I do not like reviewing movies or television shows unless I've actually watched them. I feel like it's unfair. And also doing a movie review, I try to make sure that I keep it vague because I don't like to spoil it for everybody. My son, when we're watching movies, he's always like, oh, did this happen, Dad? I'm like, son, I'm not going to tell you what happens next because I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, Tony says, can I come in? Yeah, you better hurry it up, though. Come on in there, guy. Come on in. <laughs> Let me uh, put a link out. Okay. Unlike some podcasts out there, it doesn't cost you a dime to come in. However, if there's people out there that would like to help support the channel and all that and support my various work, you're more than welcome to do a donation. The link is in the description. Don't have to, though. No obligations. Well, hurry it up, Tony. He's trying to log in. Whoa. All right. Let's see what we got. See if there's any more. Um, I can't believe John did that, though. So, John, I'm going to be doing this thing on Friday. Oh, let me plan a movie during your show, Big Papa. Yeah. Beautiful. Let's see. All right, Tony, hurry it up. Time is money. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can put you guys on the big screen. Yeah. Look at that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's kind of neat. Let me see if I can make the... Oh. Because the chat thing's over there, I can't full screen it. But you guys will see your chat over there as well as there. It's kind of overkill on the chat, though, right? Come on, Tony. Let's go. You're taking too damn long there, guy. All right, I'm going to wait one more minute. You should have already been logged in and ready to rock and roll there, Tony. Come on. You're killing me. Mm-hmm. Having internet problems. Oh. All right. So I'm going to try to open something uh, probably in a couple days. And like I said, TTOR is going to be hosting. I'm also, uh, one last thing I wanted to say to everybody. I'm also going to be... Um, uh, looking for other people that can also host the show. It doesn't mean we'd all be at the same time, like four guys on the screen or whatever, but it would be someone who would open up the show on the channel. And from time to time I might come in or we would all be in there at the same time to talk to. So yeah. Good night there, Tony. Have a good one. <laughs>